0: Ready. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network.
1: All right. Welcome to the Mega Man Radio Network. Tonight is a live show. Today is Monday, August 16th. We've got special guest, Peter Kuhlen, calling in all the way from Sweden. Remember, folks, it's plus six hours over there. It's 2 a.m. in the morning for Peter. So praise God for him uh, staying up and burning the midnight oil. He's going to be coming on here in a moment. We're going to be talking about the UFO deception. Greys, close encounters of the third and fourth kind. OBEs, Area 51. Everything under the umbrella of the UFO deception. What are people seeing? It's undeniable that uh, people are seeing UFOs. Some are being snatched out at 3 a.m. in the morning and being taught how to control the controls of some of these spaceships. Other people have no idea what happened to their time. They wake up and they find a object that's been inserted into their skin. These are being removed, folks. There is definitely something going on out there. But, of course, we're going to get down to the bottom of it tonight and reveal... The truth, we're going to pull the mask off of the UFOs. We appreciate you tuning in every night to the Mega Man Radio. My official schedule is probably going to be Monday through Sunday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And then as I have some additional guests that I can't fit in, we're going to uh, do double features, and then I'll come back on at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's 8, to 8 p.m. out in the West Coast for those of you out in California tuning in right now. Uh, We're going to have a great lineup this week. Uh, Peter's going to be back uh, Tuesday and Wednesday doing two other shows. We ought to call this Peter Kuhlman Week. We're also going to have Al Cuppet. We've got William Lau with the Elijah Challenge. We've got Reverend Steve Bell from Key Ministries coming on. We're going to have Elizabeth Nebenfuhr of Salt Ministries coming on this week. Looking forward to that show. I've got Zoe Mortal coming on Friday sharing his testimony. I've got Charles Holzhauser coming on, and on and on the list goes. Dr. Pat Holliday will be back this week. My goodness, I might have to uh, do this full-time, folks. As long as I have a cappuccino standing by, I think the Omega Man can do it. Okay, without further ado, uh, we're going to bring uh, Peter on. And, oh, I do want to tell you that uh, some of you are asking, how do I download the show? Well, I'm going to have a site set up that you'll be able to download this. You won't have to simply do a stream. In the meantime, though, you can get it off of iTunes. If you go to iTunes, you can subscribe for free, and uh, you can download the Omega Man Radio show right onto your iPod. But uh, for those of you who don't uh, use the iPod, you need another method, so we're going to get that going this week. Uh, I also have my email address working, so if you have a, a question, a comment, you have a special guest you want to recommend, shoot the Omega Man an email over to megamanradio.com. We will also open up the phone lines tonight uh, if you'd like to call in and you have a question for Peter. The phone number for tonight is going to be 917-889-2745. Okay, and let's go right to the phone. Peter Kulin from Sweden. Welcome to the Omega Man Show, my friend.
2: Hey, uh, Shannon and listeners. Good night. Um, Glad to be with you.
1: Peter's an old friend of Omega Man, so... um, (laughs) But, Peter, we have new people tuning in all the time, so... um, I want to uh give you this opportunity before we start out to uh open in prayer and then I would like you to tell everybody um about your websites and how they can contact you
2: all right uh let's pray a little bit um i want to say beforehand that um this is this show here is not um to i hope it's not to um feed anybody's lust for sensations because um if you need sensations, I, I probably think you, you can get better stuff on TV. This is um, a serious matter here. Uh, but I also want to say that um, nobody has to be scared, right? Maybe somebody's listening and, or downloading this and listening later and thinking, well, I don't know, uh, I, oh, and that scared me so much, and uh, I better not listen to this show. Um, I want to quote Isaiah uh, 54.16, where it says i have created the waster to destroy this is god speaking here so um... the destroyer or the devil or anything evil is a creation of god and and he, he still has total control over it and the next verse says it no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper father i thank you for this night i thank you for um... having this opportunity to share your word and um... To shine um, more biblical light on all these phenomena that we um, have read and heard about and um, I submit myself and this whole um, broadcast under your um, authority and um, you give wisdom and you give all uh, we need to know and all we need to hear and I praise you for revealing truth tonight and I bless um, whatever you are going to share, and um, please help me with the language, and uh, also help the listeners not to be distracted. And um, we trust you that you're going to bring about um, something good out of this. Amen.
1: Uh, Peter, I also want to add a, a quick prayer in there for our spiritual defense tonight. And Father God, in Jesus' name, I'm in agreement with Peter. And right now, we ask God that you would put a hedge of protection around all the. Christian listeners out there tonight, a wall of fire around them in accordance the with Zechariah 2 and 5. We ask God also that you would uh, cover this program with your blood, Lord Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus to the connections, both at uh, Peter and my end. We bind the spirit of Bosey, which would try to stop this broadcast as it has tried in the past. We rebuke you, you foul spirits, command all demonic spirits to loose themselves from this broadcast line tonight in the name of Jesus. We ask God that you loose your warrior angels down right now for our protection, protection of the viewers, the listeners, as Peter and I as we continue this program tonight. And to God be the glory in Jesus' name. Take it over, brother.
2: Amen. Well, where do we start, Shannon? Um, it's probably going to be memories of a lot of broadcasts that other show did on this uh, UFO phenomena, and I actually don't want to... Um, join into spreading a lot of rumors I got a couple of things that um, I'm I need you to be aware of that we are going to clarify when we are talking about the Nephilim and um, I also want to warn everybody um, not to easily believe anything (laughs) that um, you got to be aware that we're not um, to believe easily and uh, we also told not to add or to take away from what the Bible's. So um, we gotta judge everything and compare it um, in the light of the Scripture. If um, the Scripture says it's it's not there, then uh, it it can't exist. And we're gonna see examples um, of this tonight. Um, let me share a little bit um, how I found interest in this subject, Um, of course, uh, we all know that there is a great um, interest in the paranormal. Um, A lot of um, TV and a lot of um, entertainment is actually based uh, on this um, curiosity that people have for the supernatural. That, um, I mean, Supernatural, including healings, including uh, manifestations, including uh, basically everything that we cannot explain, uh, be it uh, invisible or some phenomena like uh, maybe we've heard all these stories when I heard a lot of stories when I was a teenager about poltergeist and and then of course, there's this um, vast area of the The occult, uh, talking about Ouija boards, talking about um, things that, mm, let's say, um, are not explainable or that are so weird that um, they fall under the subject um, supernormal or supernatural. Um, I think in maybe 10 years ago, I turned to this subject after actually um, ignoring it for a long time because I was basically thinking this whole UFO stuff is just weird. I don't have to pay attention to it because uh, it's probably all made up or um, it's just people that want to make with, uh, with um, or that want to get attention. And uh, I looked at a couple of those um, videos. You get these small clips, a couple of seconds or minutes. And there were every every time I saw one, it was just blurry, and uh, the person couldn 't even um, keep the camera still and i wasn 't convinced at all that that there was anything to be um, taken seriously in this in this u f o uh, arena and um, It started to change a little bit from my perception when I found out that um after I came to Christ, and I found out that actually in the New Age uh, arena, a lot of the New Agers um, also picked up on these aliens, and um, there is people who are actually a- are active contactees that receive messages from the
3: spaceships, they say.
2: And... Um, I, myself, I came out of New Age. I was um, attached to meditation and all these Eastern ways of thinking. I went to India twice. I was in a yoga or yogic ashram, and uh, I read their holy books. And, um, of course, um, I didn't find God there. And um, I'm happy that uh, Jesus rewarded, or let's say he blessed me with uh, his presence and let me find his his truth, the only truth. As um, all of you know who know Jesus and all of you who don't know, um, I can only say try. Try him because um, I've been in, in so many different um, trials with finding truth that um, the moment I came to see the truth. There was no doubt in, in, in my entire existence that um, Jesus saves. And, and I don't want to use this uh, night to give my testimony. I've done that before. I'm just saying um, after I was relieved from all my deceptions and after Jesus um, healed me of so many things, um, I look back into the, the journey I've taken through. Um, those Eastern religions and strange gods and all the experiences that I had with uh, the New Age. And uh, I was interested in this um, appearance or in this in this development that actually the New Agers have these um, revelations and have these messages from the so-called Estar Space Command. They actually believe that there is these... Um, super intelligent masters they call them masters those are um, people who who say they come from different uh, star systems from the Pleiades and uh, from from Orion and uh, from Zeta and other constellations and uh, through different means they get in contact with um, people of the of, of the New Age scene and um reveal their... They, they either uh, show up in their dreams or they actually appear. There's testimonies of those beings actually um, showing up in people's lives and um, those um, they're really convinced that they're talking to extraterrestrials. And um, it gets really interesting if you um, look at these messages actually and you compare them with what you know from the book, and find out that their whole intent is to um, take away Jesus. And um, I never read anything good about Jesus in their um, messages other than, yeah, he was a master, he was one of us, but um, so was Buddha, and so was uh, anybody else we sent. Um, After finding out that the aliens had a hold of this uh, New Age movement in some form, I started to pay pay a lot more attention to the whole UFO phenomena and actually started to do some research and if you've never looked into this and want to hear from a brother with some biblical background, I can uh, recommend Stuart Best. He's a mm, he made a couple of documentaries and he was actually on the subject and in my opinion right on target in uh, years before anybody in the Christian scene actually picked up the this, uh, this UFO um, talk. Uh, he's done several documentaries. I think one was called UFOs, Gateway to Hell or Gateways to Hell and... There's others. Um, you'll find it on Google Video if you do a search for Stuart Best or for Gateways to Hell. And um, Shannon, um, how did you find your interest into this UFO thing? And and maybe you can lead this conversation a little bit. And because it's such a a, a broad uh, topic that. Uh, I need your help a little bit.
1: Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Stuart Best, Stuart Best created what was uh, what has become probably the uh, the greatest underground video exposing the New World Order of all time. Uh, he produced that video, and that was kind of the beginning. He had Iron Mountain One, Two, Three, UFO Deception. You know, UFO uh, Gateway to Hell. Part did four of those last time I checked. So many videos. America Babylon. You know, he goes through and proves through the word that uh, America fits the, you know, 120 some odd biblical parameters that you would need to be to be part of end time Babylon. On and on. This guy is such a prolific documentarist. Is that how you you would say it? Documentarist? (laughs) Uh, And I uh, came across him through uh, a friend. Back, uh, introduced me to some of uh, Stuart Best's material by handing me some of his tapes. Back, I'd say, probably around 94, 95. And uh, I started going through some of these. Uh, I've seen some of the uh, UFOs, Gateway to Hell, Earth Changes, on and on. The guy's got so many. And uh, it just drew me in. And uh, I'd never seen anything like this before because here was a guy who would speak for a while on the program. Then he would go to actual news footage then he would take quotes from famous individuals and um, this guy kind of uh, blew the cover on much of uh, what is you know now known about the New World Order but you know he was you know 10 15 years ahead of the head of the game one of the first guys to blow the, the whistle and uh, praise God he's still alive and him and a guy named Larry Taylor do a program um, once or twice a week, his website is thelightgate.com, T H E L I G H T gate.com, or True Insight, T R U I N S I G H T dot com. And uh, so uh, back to your, I wanted to just plug Stuart Best. We're going to have him on. He's a great man. And uh, yeah, when you mention him, I, I've been listening to him since 95. Uh, just a fascinating guy. Um, back to your question, though. When did I start maybe getting interested in this? I guess I, I would probably have to roll the clock back to maybe I was. This will date me, you know. Some of you all maybe think I'm 25, but you know the uh, the Omega Man's actually will be 41 this birthday. Um, I, I remember seeing uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Steven Spielberg. Uh, that was probably what back around 75, 76, folks. That was a long time ago. You know, I was a wee lad uh, growing up. Uh, my dad was not one of the guys that would watch Sunday football or, you know, we wouldn't, you wouldn't see sports and that kind of thing on TV. It was all movies. And so, you know, he loved the hunting and movies. And, you know, to this day, I, I still love movies. And, you know, I don't hunt, but uh, I do love firearms just as a collector. And, uh, yeah, we used to go to these movies. So, yeah, that was probably the first introduction um, digressing there. I probably had to. It was uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I guess third kind is, uh, you know, sighting. The fourth kind, I guess, is possession. (laughs) You know, body snatching, maybe. Uh, So, yeah, I I became interested in that. And then uh, I remember moving on, and um, Stuart Best had the videos. And then uh, there was a video that came out, and uh, it really caught my eye. uh, It was talking about the the UFO connection um, with the Bible in Genesis 6. And it kind of was the, the one that uh, got me looking at it from the biblical perspective of, you know, uh, we have been visited, folks. The Bible is very clear about that. Sons of God came down and looked at the daughters of men, saw that they were fair, and took uh, wives of whomever they wanted. You know, there was uh, you know genetic mutation going on. And Then I, I realized the true meaning when it said, uh, "Noah was a man perfect in his generations." You know, he wasn't just a you know a, nice, uh, you know, a good guy or you know, sinless, as you know, they would try to teach you in most churches. No, I was talking about he had not had his uh, gene pool corrupted by alien gene, alien DNA. And, uh, you know, I started looking at some of that, and this video came out, and uh, it was actually a frightening video that I watched, and it uh, it had some real eerie music at the end, it just kind of gripped me. And I, I put the video down, and I was thinking, wait a minute. You know, it says, as it, as it was in the days of Noah. So shall be in the coming of the Son of Man. They're eating and drinking, giving in marriage and knew not till the flood came and took them all away. And the the, the commentator of this particular video is talking about uh you know, uh what happened before is going to come again. Just as it came also after the flood, you know. Pre flood, after the flood, and they say even maybe some of these uh a half human, half angel or maybe even walking among us. Some some you know Uh, some suggest so uh, yeah I mean I have been uh, looking at this for a decade you know two decades and uh, I uh, then of course started to you know hear a lot of stuff coming out in the press Peter people would have these conventions down at uh, Groom Lake you know right there at the gate of Area 51 and then you know just had all these sightings you know Phoenix Lights um, people doing all these shows on Roswell you know, Art Bell uh, was prolific in this area, you know, listening to him late night. So it's kind of been out there in the consciousness of people. We've seen movies, um, talk shows, you know, it's just prolific. And, you know, it's undeniable. People have, had, uh, have seen these things. They've had visitations at nighttime. Uh, they've seen uh, things that they cannot um, explain in the deserts. Uh, do aliens exist? I would have to say absolutely, but as we're going to talk about tonight it's not uh, what they would lead you to believe you know these aliens will tell you yeah we're from Pleiades you know we we seeded uh, your planet a million years ago and you know you're destroying the planet and it's uh, you know if we don't intervene um, you're gonna die so we're coming back to save you and you know people bind this hook line and sinker So uh that's the subject of tonight the UFO deception do UFOs exist I would have to say absolutely but it's not what uh they're telling you It's uh it's actually uh very diabolical and uh when you're uh, when you know uh, the truth the truth will set you free and uh you'll be prepared um to defend yourself against these things because they have a they have an agenda. And we're going to be talking about that tonight. See Peter, when you ask me a question, you have to be very specific cuz I might take you back to uh you know when I was like uh 1 years old, man.
3: <gasps> <laughs>
1: Next thing I'll be sharing some of my experiences in the Nam jungle. So, um Okay, back on back on topic. <laughs> Uh, And I hope you have your uh, coffees here tonight, folks. Uh, You know you're you're welcome to tune in, but you must have a coffee, cappuccino, uh, lemonade, and tea is also acceptable. Okay, Peter.
2: All right. Um, Yeah. Let's talk about their agenda, their plan. Why um, do they interfere with our dimension? And what exactly are they? Um, I believe that um, this whole phenomenon so it's going to increase, and we already see an increase. Um, rarely do we hear from UFOs um, in the 40s and 50s, although it started there. But uh, now there seems to be an epidemic uh, increase in sightings. And um, we don't know if all of those crafts are... Um, some other type of uh, appearance i actually I'm pretty sure that um, most of what people have on film is just military equipment that uh, they have not um, admitted to possess and um, that's also going to be necessary for this coming event that um, we're going to see as I believe uh, sort of a Um,
3: full-blown UFO
2: invasion and I believe that we're going to see a lot of uh, hardware not only illusions, laminate in the sky but real crafts man-made crafts that are actually um, going to be used to um, convince us that uh, these UFOs and these aliens are real.
1: No doubt about it Peter. Um, Back to Stuart Best folks Uh, just a little interjection here Stuart Best said that what you see with the the eye in terms of uh, military aircraft and hardware that's in the public domain, okay, Uh, the technology we've got is uh, really about 40 years more advanced. So case in point, uh, you remember the introduction of the stealth bomber? I guess it was back around 1985. Everybody said, wow, look at this. I mean, this is, you know, this looks like a UFO. I mean, this is just wild. Something out of Buck Rogers. Folks, when that was uh, released to the public, the technology we already had then in it was, uh, some would say, like, Stuart, you know, 40 years more advanced. So, uh, yes, you're going to see some things that um, would just do not uh, defy all belief. Uh, military hardware. And a lot of times, you know, Peter, uh, people do actually catch a glimpse of this stuff. And, you know, until uh, maybe 10 years ago, um, you could get pretty close. You could get up on one of the mountains, kind of overlooking uh, some of the um, staging area down there in Groom Lake, and then the government basically pushed the uh, barriers back uh, to get um, the press away that you were going up there with their telephoto lens. And, of course, folks, uh, what you see uh, on the surface area there of Groom Lake, you see the, uh, the military... Um, Uh, I guess you could call them uh, bunkers on the ground. That's just a small piece of what they got. Most of the stuff is underground. So, you know, while that is a testing uh, ground for a lot of advanced uh, military aircraft, there's other stuff going on there that uh, is so secret that uh, if you work over there, uh, you're covered under a a national security letter. And if you um, open your mouth, they can put you away in jail for the rest of your life. So, there's a lot of stuff going on there. So, yeah, I just wanted to interject that. When you mentioned the word technology, we are probably 40 years more advanced than what you're seeing right out there with in the public right now. Who knows how much stuff they've got underground. Go ahead, brother.
3: All right.
2: Uh, I actually heard just last week heard a witness of um, a soldier from the Iraqi side, and uh, he was saying that um, they um, had these triangular crafts that would um, just be hanging in the sky at night. Um, A huge ship, um, they had a special name for it, I don't remember the name, but they could see that it was huge because it was blotting out the stars, and it was triangular, and it would just sit there in the sky and shoot uh, laser weapons, and was pretty much untouchable. So that's an observation from... um, an Iraqi soldier and um, I've actually seen video footage of such a triangular craft of course um, I wouldn't know how to prove that it was real but um, when you start to investigate on um, this field and uh, it's just an amount and uh, a mountain of evidence and it all makes sense And if you have done research from um, different perspectives and and, um, also God can give revelation and he can give you dreams and he can give your brothers and sisters dreams and somehow um, the puzzle pieces are falling together uh, in the couple of last years for me, um, I'm convinced um, it's all made to fit by uh, God himself, and, and uh, he's in control. There's no uh, need to fear. I'm going to say it again. Um, nobody needs to be scared of this. I think it's, um, it would be good if uh, Christians would uh, pay a little more attention to this um, because I remember it says that we are to watch and pray, right? and uh, we shall not be ignorant of the devices of the devil. So, um, of course, there's also Christians who say, well, I don't need to worry about anything. <laughs> that is true also, but, see, um, I remember this verse where it says that um, people will be, um, what did it say, faint in fear and uh, from perplexity. So, there's going to be an astonishment. There's going to be... Um, worldly people who um, who are going to be shocked at this um, appearance and um, it would be good if brothers and sisters would have answers for those people and um, if they could actually uh, witness to them what those um, beings are because um, I believe that they're uh, showing up here on this planet with all their technology and all their uh, false um, signs and wonders powers that they will have and uh, all the solutions that they're going to bring that they're going to swiftly um, make a, a great impression and and take uh, half of the world uh, to believe that they're the, the good people and that is the deception that is uh, the dangerous deception that um, I don't know exactly how it all will play out but um, their goal is to uh, disprove the Bible. So um, they will bring evidence uh, to prove evolution. They'll probably dig out some stuff and make it look real uh, because they've been given power, supernatural power, to have um, domain even over um, material. That's why they can show up, and uh, that's why they can, um, not incarnate, but they can actually uh, take physical form. Uh, And they are angels. And um, they're going to disprove the Bible, and they're going to claim, uh, like Shannon said, that they've actually been our masters, and that that they've been here before and did um interpret with us and that we are actually there experiment if you read um the ancient astronaut theory uh, let's say the books from eric von daniken or um the books from sahara Sitchin, and you'll find out that those guys believe and a lot of people um Hang on to those um, folks that actually, for example, in these cultures in Mesopotamia, the Sumers, um, that's actually pretty interesting. Before Babylon even, there's a culture in Sumer, uh, the Sumerians, which had the first written language, and uh, people have dug out some 30 or 50,000 clay tablets with... um, recorded history of the Zoomers, including their tax records, which was not so interesting, (laughs) but also about their religion, about um, culture, and according to those uh, clay tablets, um, there is stories of um, people that call themselves Anunnaki, claiming um, to be visitors from the planet Nibiru, which uh, interestingly ties in again with um, the 2012 um, storyline that for example uh, Sitchin is um, saying that this uh, star system with the associated planet Nibiru is approaching and that those um, Anunnaki which are In the tales of the Sumerians, actually, God or gods, giants that populated uh, Sumer and actually ruled um, this country. I don't know how many they were, 200 or 300. And um, they were worshipped as gods and they had terrible weapons. They could, um, they had thunderbolts, and and we we would call those. Air striking missiles or, or laser weapons. So um, you can also find uh, the same stories in, in other civilizations. If you, let's stay with this um, 2012 glimpse here, I'm trying not to jump too much because we're going to have um, another show on Wednesday, I guess, about the 2012 and the Planet X uh, storyline. But um, it's also going to be difficult to keep it all apart, because it all ties into each other. Uh, for example, if um, you see the mythology of the Mayan and what they actually believe, they have the same um, thing happening to them. There was a, a feathered serpent god by the name of Quetzalcoatl that um, he came out of a heavenly wormhole, so to say, in, in their mythology, out of the hole in the sky, and um, he came down on a rope or on a ladder, and um, he ruled uh, under under them. And when you think of all the um, the Mayan culture, they had a lot of um, bloody rituals. They sacrificed humans, and that was worship that was demanded from that feathered uh, serpent god. And um, there's other towns and other cultures um, that tell you the same story. Now, this Quetzalcoatl, according to uh, records of Mayan and other cultures, the same guy showed up to the Aztec under a different name. He says he's going to come back. And um, I believe the same thing is uh, said about the Anunnaki, that they're going, uh, that they're uh, way back. And so you have different people on different um, continents of the planet uh, repeating the story. Also, if you would study the classic literature of the Roman gods and of the Greek gods, um, you'll find giants there. You'll find the mighty ones, the gigantes. And that is um, people, the, the titans, the the people that are considered gods among those people, of course, um, there is opinions that it's all mythology, it it has its origin in poetry, or it's just um, some kings that lived, and and in order to glorify the king, like uh, regular humans, they've made uh, giants out of them, and it's all to to honor those kings, but um, there is, in all those stories... Repetitions. It, it follows a certain, um, a certain storyline, and um, you'll find confirmation upon confirmation that uh, something must be at the origin of of, of these um, matching up stories. Then you look uh, into the Bible, and there are some apocryphal books like uh, the Book of Enoch and the Book of Yasher. And um there's also I, I'm not gonna go to um uh, grab evidence out of other mythologies or, or let's say out of out of holy books, although it's interesting, but I just don't want to use them um to prove anything. Um To your point Peter, pers- Yeah.
1: Um the word says over in Second Corinthians eleven it says and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Clearly Satan, um, who was once known as Lucifer, which meant light-bearing, you know, he was the, uh, one of the three super-angels. He had literal pipes, apparently, that were uh, God made into his body. You know, he was like the, the master musician. Uh, while he lost his first estate there, he uh, clearly can transform himself, just as his demonic host can. And what Satan will try to do is be all things to all men. You know, back in the time of the Incas, you know, Quasicotl. You know, back then, the uh, you know they had a primitive mindset, so you know he would appear to them um, in a certain way. Today, in our advanced way of thinking and technology. You know, he can't come the same way and deceive men. So, uh, you know, men who think that, um, you know, there was no creation, it all came from, you know, uh, a spark uh, in the Big Bang, or we climbed off of uh, the primordial stew, as they would say, and evolved. uh, You know, he has to uh, sell them something that uh, would be believable to them. And so, you know, he, he says, hey, uh, we come from the Pleiades. We come from so-and-so planet. Um, and, you know, he can appear in whatever form he needs to appear to deceive you. You know, Satan is diversified, as I've always said. There are so many religions out there. Not one religion will, will entrap all men. So, you know, he has Hinduism, Islam, you know, Hare Krishna, on and on, you know, the, the, the New Age, the, the Reiki healing, um, you know, Mormonism. You know, there's so many variations there because his goal is uh, solitaire. He wants to uh, take you down with him, and he'll use any means that he can. That's his purpose. His goal is to destroy us. If God were to drop his hedge of protection, we'd be dead. Because Satan hates your guts, he hates my guts. His demons have no concept of what love is about. They don't know love. They just have hatred, because they lost their first estate. Satan was kicked out of heaven, out of the third heaven. Apparently he still has access to the throne room. Uh, We seem to think that he can get right up there on the edge, but he's close enough to where he's the accuser of the brethren. He doesn't have full access like he did before. People say, well, Satan's in hell, Peter. And, uh, you know, Satan's not in hell, folks. That's the last place he wants to be. Uh, And there is a time coming, and I I believe that um, it hasn't happened yet, but he gets cast down. You know, I saw Satan, you know, falling from heaven. I don't believe that's happened yet, folks. I believe that's in the last day, last day's tribulation period, and God kicks him out once and for all. He'll have no access to that uh, throne room anymore where he can accuse us. And he'll know his time is short. It says he comes with a great fury. Uh, so he hasn't been totally disenfranchised yet. That day's is coming. Uh, you know, you've got the, the three heavens, as we know. Some say, you know, the, the, the clouds and all is the first heaven that you see with the visible eye. And then the second heaven will be maybe outer space. And the third heaven, you know, it's uh, right there where the throne room is. Or even our spaceships can't reach. But my point is, is uh, Satan... Uh, clearly has access to the three heavens, uh, the third heaven somewhat, close enough to where he can accuse us. And um, his demons you know, are here as his agents a proxy, his fallen angels, his demons. Um, whether the demons are the offspring of the fallen angels, we don't know. We do know that uh, they came down and they mated with, with mankind, and God had to destroy them because they were trying to wipe us out, wipe out the bloodline from Adam. And they apparently came back and did it again after the flood. You've got the giants again. David's having to kill Goliath and his brothers. And there seems to be some evidence that uh, maybe they're coming back again to try to do it again. Some of these were, were taken, and God punished them and put them in chains. And they're awaiting uh, final judgment. But uh, there was a lot of the host of heaven that fell, you know, a third of them. Countless millions or more. That's a lot of... Um, spirits and you know they've got to, they know what their sentence is going to be they're going to be cast into the lake of fire It says Satan is the father of lies okay that's all he knows and so they'll lie and they'll say whatever it takes you know if you've got a PhD and and um, you know in astrophysics and uh, and they they come and they start uh, speaking on your level all of a sudden they've duped you and, you know, they can come up with whatever believable story they need, okay, to pull you in. And once they've got you, they're going to string you, string you along like a pimp, selling you dope. They're going to keep giving you a little bit more and hook you in. And next thing you know, they're going to be training you to fly one of these UFOs, snatching your body out of the bed at 3 a.m., as we had one testimony. And, uh, you know, it's about permission and, and uh, gateways, and they'll appear to you. And, you know, they'll say, uh, we we want to give you some technology. Yeah, they've done that before, apparently, according to the book of Enoch. And I, I, I agree with what Peter said. We've got to be very careful when we start getting into conjecture. Uh, but I will say something, Peter, with regard to the book of Enoch. Uh, Jesus himself referred to it. There are a number of books that even the Bible makes references to that are not in there. Now, are they salvation doctrines? No. Or it would have been in the in the Word, but... Uh, mainly a lot of them is history, some of the history uh, of, you know, some of the exploits of the, the kings of Israel and so forth. Um, there are some references to it didn't make it in our 66, but Enoch kind of stands out. And, uh, you know, years later we find fragments over in Ethiopia and a number of um, uh, churches around the world, and they've tried to assemble it into the probably the best um, Picture what the original Book of Enoch was. Now, whether or not that's uh, the real deal, we just don't know. You know, it, uh, it's kind of extra-biblical, but the Bible does make reference to it. So, you know, if you have read, have not read the Book of Enoch, uh, the one that uh, you can obtain right now that's been translated from Ethiopian in English, you know, it, it kind of paints a picture of who these fallen angels were and what their agenda was. You know, they come down, uh, they mate with mankind, and they teach women how to... Make up. They teach implements of war. They, you know, teach um, astrology and a number of these forbidden arts. And um, you know, they they pull mankind in, and then ultimately they're they become savage. You know, and uh, God has to wipe them out, and then you know they're they're going to heaven and pleading their case with Enoch. And you can go on and on about that. And you know, it's not a salvation doctrine, folks, but it does kind of give a you, you know, interesting. Perspective into maybe what was going down that the Bible didn't elaborate enough on, um, but you know that's all we've got. Um, and you know, there's a lot of questions we just don't have answers to right now. Most important thing is, do we know Jesus Christ is our Savior? Because we could <laughs> we could be talking about this today and then get hit by a Mack truck tomorrow. Uh, but my, my but I guess the point I'm trying to make here is Satan is a liar. His host of hell is demons or liars, and they'll be whatever they need to be to hook you in. That's their goal, and they're doing it every day, you know, channeling. They're telling people, you know, look, we want to give you some some um, some insight that can save mankind, and oh, yeah, please. Next thing you know, you're doing some automatic writing. Um, you know, you're inviting them in. You're channeling. We had a guy on the other night, Peter Dante and at the age of 12, he was channeling these UFOs, and he would... Uh, you know he wanted to make contact with him, and he made contact, all right. But it wasn't the <laughs> it wasn't what he thought. Uh, and in fact, even today, I guess twenty five years later, the man's still scared when he sleeps in the dark. I mean, he had a frightening experience, folks. Felt something drilling into him. Felt his body uh, floating away. He was visited, all right, <clears throat> by demonic spirits, as people are to this day, even tonight. You know, there's people that will go and seek to make contact with these people. And, you know, maybe they have valid um, reasons for that, but, you know, listen, it's uh, it's going to take them to, to one place. Their destruction, if they don't wake up and realize who it is that they're making contact with, they're making contact with none other than Satan and his host of hell. There are only two forces, folks, light and dark. God and his angels and Satan and his fallen angels. And uh, before I continue to preach, brother, let me throw it back to you.
2: All right. We'll yeah, you, you, mentioned some, <laughs> uh, you mentioned some um, points, and um, that's good that we have a conversation going on here. Um, and thank you for throwing it back to me. Um, what I want to talk about a little bit is about this concept of uh, three heavens, first, second, and third heaven. And let's look at it a little bit more from the from the Bible. And um, you remember that account where Paul um, reveals the story that you know of a guy that um, got caught up to the third into the third heaven, and he says, "If in the spirit or in the flesh, he doesn't know, um, but we do know that there has got to be at least three heavens." and if um, you go back to the early church um, and their writings, uh, it is believed that the first heaven is the sky, just the visible the visible thing, and if the third heaven is the throne room of God or His dwelling place, then there's got to be a, a second ha- heaven in between, uh, which is not visible, at least um, not to our eyes, or let 's say not with the human eyes, and that is uh, supposedly the dwelling place or the dominion let 's say it's the, the dominion of or the heavenlies of the principalities and powers of the air, right You mentioned uh, Lucifer being the the light bearer, uh, but he 's also uh, the prince in the air, and there is uh, other mention of princes, for example. Um, when Daniel is praying um, then there's the story about um, Prince of Persia yeah that's right so there's got to be a principality um, that has dominion over the area of Persia that uh, was so strong that it needed um, two angels two of the big ones um, so that Daniel could receive his visit. And um, was it 21 days till the angel showed up?
1: Yeah, you know, Daniel's prayer was heard instantly. But um, the reply had to come down by courier. And uh, the prince of Persia would stand, would still, I guess it was Gabriel. Gabriel had to get reinforcement with Michael. And Michael comes down on the scene, you know, the, uh, the warrior angel, and comes down and uh, pushes through. Um, that's just an illustration of uh, you do have these uh, different um, hierarchy in the spirit world. You know, Satan is the, uh, the god of this world, they say. Uh, you know, and he has his princes and generals and colonels and, you know, down the foot soldier, the legion, that work for him. And they have uh, various tasks that they're assigned. And some of these guys, uh, like the Prince of Persia, his domain was the uh, the area over there in Iran, modern-day Iran. Um, I'm in Georgia. There's a prince over the state of Georgia, I'm sure. You know, they've got geographical assignments. So, you know, it, it go. why? It goes back to Adam, Peter. You know, Adam had the keys. Through sin, he fumbled them. Satan stole the keys. Okay? Jesus comes and, you know, takes back the keys to death, hell, and the grave. But uh, for the time being, uh, these fallen angels uh, are able to move. And they they have their um, dominions.
2: And uh, he gave the keys to Peter, remember?
1: He also gave Peter uh, some keys, didn't he? That's right.
2: Yeah, I think that's the same keys. Because um, giving him the keys, uh, he also mentioned that um, the gates of heaven shall not uh, prevail against right. this uh, church. Now, what does he mean by the gates of, of, of hell, of, of Hades? Actually, I think it's the Greek word that has been used. Uh, again, you, you hear this uh, word mentioned gates, so it's a stri- strategic doorway somehow, an access that, um, that is being used for hell to, to enter into this world, which is a, a different dimension. And um, I believe there is a hell. I believe there is uh, locations underground, even underwater. But I also um, understand um, when Paul says, and we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but um, against uh, principalities and and powers, he uh, says that um, they're in the heavenlies. So they have dominion over uh, this planet, and they can choose to um, walk on this planet. Uh, not Maybe we should a... say
1: they have a limited dominion. Because, you know, here, I mean, here's something I can't prove. Uh, I, I would like to, to have someone elaborate on it. But you made a good point. If Jesus said to Peter, I give you the keys to the kingdom, binding and loosing. Whatever you bind on earth, be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, be loosed in heaven. Maybe those are the keys that to Adam had. Jesus comes back, and through his sacrifice and resurrection, he gets the keys back and gives them back to us again. It doesn't mean that our adversary uh, no longer has any power, but if Jesus says, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, okay, and uh, he expects us to cast out these demons, if we exercise our authority, then we really have authority over them. It doesn't mean that we're not going to do battle or they're not going to be allowed to do certain things but here's a question I would pose has the the keys that Adam once had been restored to the modern day believer and we're just living beneath our privileges and we should not be allowing these UFOs, these demons, these fallen angels to wreak all the havoc that they're wreaking? Are they only able to do that because um, we're not using what God has given us? That would be my question. I wonder if there's more yeah. to that. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, let me uh, tell you what happened to Peter. Actually, um, everything well uh, went well for some two, 300 years, but then um, Peter got a TV for birthday, and uh, he forgot all about the keys. <laughs> I guess that's what happened. That uh, actually this authority that has been given to us um, needs to be exercised, and I can testify that I can't speak for everybody, but I can testify that the church has miserably failed for uh, almost 2,000 years. Uh, I don't know, maybe they had a good 100 years and maybe uh, another 200 years that were not all too bad, and they had some revivals in between, but um, on a large scale, they have failed. Um, Have you heard... um, in a regular church teachings about bonding, and you heard that you have authority to apply the blood of Jesus over locations have you heard that um, we actually are called to conquer and to obtain um, dominion and take it out of um, the devil's and his devil's hands, take it back and make it the kingdom of, of God again and I'm convinced that Jesus is not going to do it for us. That, um, I'm, I'm convinced that it's not going to be that we just sit around and, um, with the remote and flip from channel to channel until Jesus comes back and, and cleans up the mess for us. I believe that Jesus is coming back in a ministry in us, that he is raising uh, prophets again, he's raising apostles again, he's raising evangelists again and um, he's going to show us how to exercise dominion and exercise through prayer. Uh, we see examples in the Bible that, um, because,
3: because
2: we have belief that um, this is how we are going to um, obtain control again over those gateways. I want us to... Show,
1: uh... I want us to explore this just a a moment, and we're going to come back right after this break. Uh, We're at the uh, top of the hour. We're going to go into the second hour Um, in just a moment. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Mega Man Radio Network. Uh, I've got special guest on from Sweden, Peter Kulin. We're talking about the UFO deception. Uh, We're exploring uh, the keys to the kingdom that Jesus gave Peter. And I'm going to go to a uh, commercial break to allow everybody to uh, refuel on their coffee Take a bathroom break, stretch your legs. Uh, you don't want to miss the revelation that's about to come out here in this second hour. And uh, if you're just tuning in, we're going to have this available in the archive later. But uh, not too late, folks, to dial up a friend or a family member. Tell them to tune into the uh, program here with us tonight, um, because we're talking about some things, Peter, that uh, you don't hear behind most pulpits. Um. You can tune on any of the big major networks. Do they talk about uh, spiritual warfare, by and large? Peter?
2: I don't know. I guess that's why we have to do it, Shannon.
1: Somebody's got to do it. Uh, So, uh, praise God. And, uh, again, I want to make another announcement. Uh, Many are asking, well, if I can't catch this in live stream and I don't have time to just stream and sit, Uh, can i download it and uh, absolutely we have now been able to get into the itunes directory and if you go over to itunes you can click and uh, do a search on omega man radio and you could subscribe for free and it will download it uh, right there so let me go to the break Uh, everybody hang on a minute and we will be right back
0: to other radio programs and then say, where's the beef? Tune in each day to Omega Man Radio, the show that will put meat on your spirit man's bones. From the deserts of South Africa comes an amazing product that many are calling the greatest discovery in the history of weight loss supplements. Desert Burn Hoodia. Desert Burn Hoodia is an all-natural supplement that helps curb your appetite by sending a signal to your brain that you're full when you haven't even eaten. Imagine an all-natural product that makes you feel less hungry and helps you lose more weight without the stimulant effects found in most diet pills. The technology to help you lose weight has finally arrived. I've been taking Desert Burn for almost four weeks and I've lost 10 pounds. The most amazing thing is I just don't think about food. It's like the hunger switch got turned off. Now available in the USA. Experience the power of real Houdia Gordoni. Available through this special radio offer. Order Desert Burn Houdia now by calling 702-968-2444. That's 702-968-2444. Or order securely online at DesertBurn.com. This is the year to remake yourself. Try Desert Burn Houdia today today. The show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network.
1: All right, you're back with um, Shannon Davis and Peter Kuhlen from Sweden. Uh, You're listening to the Mega Man Radio Network. Our show tonight is called The UFO Deception. Peter, um, go ahead and give out your website for those that are tuning in and uh would like to follow some of the work that you've been doing you're You're a prolific researcher, in fact, so much so that you had to take a break, my brother, to rest a little bit. You remember burning the midnight oil at both both ends of the candle
2: <laughs> that's right yes <laughs> and um uh, and i go ahead brother yeah i I apologize for um not working as diligent on my blogs. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there waiting on me and and probably asking, well, what happened to this Peter guy, but um, I'm coming back. Um, I also think that God is uh, working in cycles and that he will not um, let you burn out. He's going to give you intense times of um, revelations and then there's going to be a time to share, but there's also times to recover and uh, maybe to draw closer to the Lord and... Uh, seek him, and maybe not to publish too much, at least for me, that was a time, and he's going to give you dreams and revelations, and I think it's time about time to go back into uh, publishing a whole lot more again. Um, you can find a lot of postings um, on a blog, not too much of the UFO stuff, but um, about the Destroyer, Planet X, about um, strange weather phenomena that we see and um, about earthquakes and earth changes and and, um, interesting topics that um, tie in with astronomy and the address is www.chapter126.wordpress.com. Where were we Shannon? We were talking about portals or gateways. And I want to um, clean up or tidy up with a couple of rumors here um, that I, I think is important. Um, I want to enforce something here. Let's say um, there's probably people out believing that um, we're going to be invaded by demons. And that is true, but uh, that doesn't say that they're not already here, right? It's not that they have base and um, they get a ghost signal and then they're allowed to come. Um, They are here already, all of them. I know that there's other legions of them bound up uh, underground um, in darkness and they're going to be unleashed. Um, That is, I think, the Revelation 9 event, that's uh, at a later time. They're going to have a slaughter on this planet. But... um, when we talk about the UFO deception, that is maybe um, a wave, um, a strong wave of their uh, visible appearance. But, but I believe that they've been here all along, throughout all centuries, but maybe not um, to our eyes. Or let's say not to uh, everybody's eyes all of the time. Um, I also believe that there is portals or entrances, and and we've talked about um, Ouija boards. I think that's the portal And if you uh, invite a demon or a spirit, maybe uh, ignorantly not knowing that you are actually dealing with evil spirits, because you've been fooled to believe that there's good spirits also. Some people uh, believe they're doing white magic, uh, which is just another deception, because um, there's no white magic. It's all evil. And um, some people believe there are light workers. Well, there's no light workers. There's one light, right? And you can serve that one light, which is Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, one Anton point I Levesque. want to up... <laughs> uh,
1: To your point, Anton LaVey kind of settled the uh, issue on that, folks. He says uh, in an interview, there is no white or black. It's all the same. When he was talking to magic. And here's the guy who shaved his head and uh, had the uh, Church of Satan that uh, Hotel California was written about out there in California. You know, uh, as dark as you can get. It's cut and dry, people. You're either for God or you're for Satan. Um, There is no in-between. There are no good witches, bad witches. They're all bad. Go ahead, brother.
2: All right. Um, So we see also from biblical accounts that in order to... um, give access to this plane of reality that we are walking in uh, these demons need an invitation Um, often it's an abominable act and actually um, we know that if you do sacrifice to idols that you're actually sacrificing to devils, Paul says it and if you do um, shed blood uh, innocent blood um, then this um, location where this blood is shed is um, can be inhabited by the demons, also the person who um, did this abominable act will be by demons. Um, all these actions um, killing or um, fornicating or uh, drug abuse, alcohol, even uh, simply watching uh, pornography will input and um if you believe a Christian can't have demons, uh, I'm talking to you, I was a Christian, I had demons. And they can come back. And of course, uh, they can be cast out again. Um, I had demons cast out of me uh, after I was a Christian for three years. And um, there's other testimonies, and many people that will testify that, yes, there's demons uh, in Christians, Actually, if you look the, um, the gospel, only the chosen were, um, were the people that Jesus cast the demons out, the, the Jews. Those were the chosen ones. While we're the spiritual Jews, we are the chosen ones now. There's no, uh reason to cast out demons out of a, an unbeliever if he's not going to be um, be a dwelling place and a temple for the living God. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, um, we you said see it right, that-
1: Peter. Because deliverance is a children's bread, folks. Okay, you don't cast a demon out of a non-believer. You can, but here's the damage that's going to be done. If they're not willing to accept Christ, okay, and fill themselves with the Holy Spirit, what's going to happen? You're going to cast that demon out of that person. He's going to go out. He's going to go get seven friends and come back in, find a uh, queen-swept house, and he's going to jump back in his apartment, okay, with his friends this time. The state the person will be worse than the last. I had a guy tell me the other day, Peter, they did exactly that. They cast a demon out of a homosexual man. He comes back to his right mind, okay, and um, they were young Christians, and they didn't go all the way. Okay, and basically what happened? Well, demon went out, got seven more, came in, and he's worse than, than he uh, started, and now he's actually promoting homosexual agenda. And uh, he's very vociferous about it. You know, uh, if you're going to cast a demon out, you cast a demon out of a Christian, folks, because you get the demon out, they get set free. And then they can stay free, free through Jesus Christ. What do you do when an unbeliever? Uh, you take that demon, you cage him up, as Dr. Pat Holliday has taught us. As, as Wynne Worley said, you bind him up, put him in a cage. You can keep putting him in a cage, you can keep adding him to those cages. I mean, you have authority over him as a believer, but uh, you're not going to take him out of that person if they're not going to get saved. So uh, that's a distinction. And why is this so foreign to us? It's because no one preaches it, Peter. We are a, um, a factor of what we've been taught. We don't hear about it behind the pulpit. They don't teach us in your school. Where are you going to learn it? You know, in a book. I mean, this, these are, this, is new. this is new to many of us. And for this reason, to kind of tidy up something, uh, using your words, Peter, for the last 2,000 years, folks, Satan has kept people deceived in deception. Okay? Totally in the dark. About the authority that Jesus gave us when he said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. And for that reason, it says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. We're perishing every day, people. Because we don't know who our enemy is, and we don't understand the fact that when Jesus gave his life on Calvary, he got the the keys of death, hell, and the grave back. Satan was defeated. It's already finished. It says it is finished. Okay? But we still have work to do down here. He's given us the tools to finish the job. He's given us all the tools to build the house. All we've got to do now is pick up the buzz saw and the hammer and nails, and go to work and build that house, so to speak. We've got to, we've got to clean up the mess down here. Okay? And we've got to get in and get into the battle... And start using the authority we've been given and save some people because they're in massive deception. Okay, people are saying, I've made contact with the
3: Pleiades.
1: (laughs) I'm being visited at night. They're giving me uh, esoteric knowledge. People are in deception, folks. They're being fooled. If that's what it takes to dupe you, okay, they'll they'll appear, appear in your room. With a uh, a spaceship
3: uh,
1: <laughs> helmet on, you know. I mean, they'll come to you, whatever you need. The the point is, it's deception. You know, Satan is looking to uh, take you with him. Take me with him, if he could. Okay, they're looking for praise. They're looking for uh, worship. I go in to get a haircut today, Peter. Uh, by the All way, right. it's the it's the fourth it's the fourth place I've been to uh salon trying to get a decent haircut, and they literally butchered my hair. In fact, it was so bad, I tried to clean it up a little bit, and, you know, I can trim around my ears, but I had a big mullet in the back. <laughs> Thank God I don't do a video program. So I go into the uh, the fourth Salon, you know, and I went in this place, I just found it at random, and it said $12 haircut. And I go in, I say, what the heck? i am going in, what can they do that they haven't already done to me? And I sit down, and I had a great haircut, but uh, the point of this story is, I saw something in there that was very unsettling. I looked down on the bottom of this cabinet. I see this little Buddha. And I see what looked like six or seven candles with these incense sticks. And it looked like a food offering in there. And I said, uh-oh, maybe I should have walked into here. The, uh, the owner of the shop was from Vietnam, and they had offered a food offering to their uh, their demonic god, Buddha. Okay? And uh, Satan's looking for worship. Okay? That's the whole goal. They'll inhabit these objects. They seek your worship. They look for blood sacrifice. Okay? It's a counterfeit of uh, the worship of God. Satan wants you to worship him. That's why he got kicked out of heaven. He didn't want to worship God. He wanted everybody to look at him. Pride took him down. He convinced a third of the fallen angels. They followed him. They know their time is short. And they're ripping off you and I. Of the tools that Jesus has given us to defeat them, yeah, they can uh, they can do some serious damage down here. God's going to let them run their course, but don't we know what the Bible says? It says, "Don't you know that you will judge angels?" I mean, that that's what lays ahead for us, Peter. If we can make it, we can endure till the end. So Satan will try to deceive you. He'll come in as an angel of light. He'll masquerade, turn into whatever form he needs. For some people, yeah, it's the you... grace.
2: Um. The easiest way for him to do it is to preach from the pulpit that um, you just say a prayer and you're saved and you don't need to worry about demons anymore. But uh, be honest, people. Uh, Maybe some of you, you don't know what a demon is. Um, Let's just name some uh, demons by name. Um, How about anger? Is that a demon? Yeah, it is. Or is is that just uh, a bad feeling? How about uh, smoking? Is that a an unclean spirit or is it is that just a, a bad habit?
1: Comes in through the breath. How
2: about, how about unforgiveness and bitterness? How about um I mean, those are all spirits. They don't belong to us. They are not uh given to us by our Creator. There's God a, has
1: not given us the spirit of fear. Does that one ring a bell, folks? It's in the word. Spirit of fear? Okay. You sleep in the dark, you're afraid. That's not from God. That's a spirit. Just like anger was a spirit that Derek Prince, at about 75 years of age, had come into him, a uh, well-known Christian. He got angry at his daughter. He did not forgive. The demon came in and it had to be cast out. And He said when it went out of him, it sounded like the roar of a lion. And what precipitated that was he felt like a bunch of cats were in his stomach having a cat fight. Now, here's... Probably one of the most middle of the road ministers of all time, Derek Prince, had a demon that was exercised. Okay, but uh, as Wynne Worley said, every demon out is one less in. Go ahead, brother, take it.
2: Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about these gates. And um, some of you probably have seen um, the movie Stargates and all that. And um, But I want to put a little more emphasis on some. Interdimensional gates that um, we're maybe not so aware, um, aware of. Shannon, um, you mentioned that these devils, um, they're seeking worship and not, they're seeking to be worshiped, right? So um, how do they get worshipped? Actually, uh, Satan is abandoned, and um, he know that he knows that he knows his end. He knows the Bible, I think he knows it by heart, and he even understands it. And um, he knows that he's going to go down. His aim is, in his blindness, to take as many of the creatures of God with him with him, and characterized as the one who steals, destroys and kills. And whenever you steal and you destroy and you kill, you're actually worshiping the devil. And that is the deception that um, he has led people into. That um, and and that is the food that he lives from, right? Those devils they, uh, somehow it gives them energy if they can see people in pain or suffering. If they can, um, a wartime is a gr- is a great time for for demons. They love it. They love to. They feed on it, see, folks. Yeah, that's right. So they'll do anything to keep you in pain and to keep you deceived that um, they don't exist. That is the uh, the greatest lie that <laughs> Satan has achieved uh, so far, that uh, people believe he doesn't exist, or that Christians believe uh, they cannot have de- have demons. But, um, seek the Lord. Ask him. If you don't be- believe me, ask the Lord to reveal to you. Uh, pray that he'll, he'll give you dreams, and he'll give you confirmation. I'll uh, talk a little
1: what is the average life expectancy these days?
2: Um, 70-something, I guess, if you're in the Western world.
1: 70s, folks, okay. You, mean, you hear once in a while someone makes it to 100. That's very rare. 70s, okay, most people will work till they retire. They say, wow, I finally reached retirement age. They take off for a year or two, then they have a heart attack and croak. Okay, 70 years, let's just say, for the sake of this uh, point I'm going to make, That's a very short time. It's like Solomon said, life is but a vapor. You know what, vanity, vanity, all is vanity. You're here today, gone tomorrow. It goes that quick. And so Satan knows that, and if he can keep you in deception, all your life, say, no, I don't believe, I don't believe in demons. You know, all you'll do is talk about demons. You know, I've never seen one, Uh, they're not real, come on. You hit 70, you're dead. Another one bites the dust. Okay, that's one that didn't have an impact on him. And he's been doing that to us for 2,000 years, folks. Okay? By convincing the, uh, the ministers behind the pulpit that that's not something they should preach on. You don't hear it taught on TV, if that's where you get your ministry being fed from. You don't get it in the church. You didn't learn it in school. Where are you going to learn this from? That's why we're in darkness. That's why we're in such trouble down here. Every once in a while, you get somebody that preaches the truth, and you say, well, I've never heard that before. That's exactly why he has uh, been able to wreak havoc on us. I mean, some of these things that we're talking about, maybe you've never heard of before, but it doesn't mean that they're not true. It's just the fact that uh, we have failed. Ministries have failed. We're not telling people the truth about who it is that is our adversary. You know, we don't even get in the the Word and read, Peter, most of us. The Bible just collects dust. So how are you going to learn, folks? We don't even get into the Word of God. So, uh, you know, you're basically a sitting duck. That's why when Worley said many times, they would have a demon in interrogation. And the demon said, Worley, if you all knew, if your people really knew the authority you have, we would have no match, stand no match. And that's true. I, I'm almost of the belief now that uh, we're hitting on something here tonight, Peter, that uh, I mean, I, I think God is leading this discourse tonight. I believe that he gave us everything we needed. When Jesus Christ walked the earth and he says, I give you keys of the kingdom. I think he restored the keys. And that's why Satan wants you to be deceived. He doesn't want you to get a hold of this nugget. That we've got authority to take care of the problem. If we'll get up and exercise it, And use it and start binding and loosing. You know, I believe one man and one woman can make a difference. I keep saying this this week. Binding and loosing, that's the single greatest thing you could do. You know, through the blood of Jesus. We've got authority to take it back. And if we don't, we're going to continue to have casualties. We're going to continue to see marriages broken from marriage-breaking spirits. We're going to continue to see families bite the dust with a member who went down the drain through alcoholism, which is an alcohol spirit that jumps into people. They start seeing the demons when they get to the detox phase. Okay, or drugs. These are all gateways. And, you know, kind of a, a common thread amongst these people who have actually had nighttime visitations, and some of them have been uh, frightened, Is and once in a while maybe they they do enough of the word to, to help them out. They said, I bind you in Jesus' name. These things immediately disappear, folks.
3: UFOs
2: it, disappear um, if you call out uh, and command them to leave in Jesus' name. They they disappear. Abductions stop if you uh, call out to Jesus and if you command them to leave in name.
1: These things so, are liars. Man, you invite them in, they will come. Okay? To get them out, you've got to use the name of Jesus Christ. And that should show you what you're doing with. These are demonic spirits. Go ahead,
2: Peter. You should have got me started right. preaching tonight, brother. Go ahead.
3: <laughs>
2: okay, man. That's fine, uh, Shannon. I love this... Um... I wouldn't be able to um, to do this without you. Actually, I believe that uh, God has put the church together and the brethren so that we can um, do this, what we're doing right now, and everybody's got at peace and the Holy Spirit can lead. I
1: you know I'm angry, I'm though, another... Peter. You know, I mean, people say, "Well, why are you doing all these programs on spiritual warfare, folks?" I have a vested interest in it. My father was killed by demonic spirit, spirit of pride. Peter killed my father. Father had cancer. Spirit of pride took him out. He could have survived. He would have had to have had a colostomy bag. I don't mean to be graphic here. They had to remove his colon to keep him alive, and he wasn't going to uh, succumb to that. He let a spirit of pride attack him, and he died. That was three years ago. I'm angry at the devil, man. I'm tired of seeing family bite the dust. I'm tired of seeing people jump out of windows and commit suicide. I I know a friend whose father committed suicide. Makes two of us that have lost our fathers due to demonic spirits. How many of you have lost lost, lost a loved one? And then we've got this crap going on with these UFOs appearing to people? I'm tired of this. Excuse my language. I get a little bit angry here. I'm tired of living in deception, Peter. And the UFOs is just one more of a long list of deception. You know, we've got gateways that we need to understand allow these things to come in. And they are more than willing to come in. You give them permission, they come in. And then your life spirals out of control. We've got to understand, okay, who the enemy is, what is allowing him to attack us, and then eliminate that. And then, okay, strengthen, go and help your brethren, pluck them out of the, uh, the fire. Jesus says, Satan seeks to sift you, Peter, but when you are converted, go and help your brethren. That's what we're trying to do tonight. We're trying to tell you, you've been given authority over these uh, serpents and these UFOs and these uh, whatever they want to call themselves tomorrow. And Jesus said, occupy till I come. Occupy is a military term. It means go back, take back enemy territory. So I'm a little bit angry tonight, Peter. And that's why we're going to continue to do programs like this until people wake up and say, yeah, I'm tired. I've taken all the... The, the hits I'm going to take now I'm going to uh, hit the devil back. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, you have got, got me another... riled up there, man. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I got another scripture here for you. Uh, do you know what the grace um, was that Paul was given, and do you know what the mystery is um, that was hid for ages, that w- and and Paul was sent to. Um, to reveal it. Do you know, do you remember that passage? The mystery that was hidden for ages?
3: Yes. It's in Ephesians, it's in Ephesians
2: um, chapter 3. And I'm, gonna ver- I'm gonna read verse 8 to verse 12. And Paul says, to me, the least of all saints, all right? So, uh, he counts himself the least of all saints. I-, I guess everybody can do it. He says, to me, the least of all saints, was this grace given to
3: preach to the nations
2: the unsearchable riches of the Christ. Now listen. And to bring to light what is the dispensation of the mystery hid for the ages in God who crafted all things in order, that now unto the principalities and the powers in the heavenlies, be made known through the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to a plan of the ages, which he made in the Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access in confidence through his faith. That was a long verse. It actually was uh, five verses. But did you hear that he said that this whole show here on earth has the purpose to show to the principalities and the powers and the heavenlies, actually, to show to them how, how powerful God is. This is what we're here to do. It, angels are watching us from both sides. They're involved, but uh, we are on the stage. This is our stage here. And it says wrong. we
1: are in, encompassed about with a uh, multitude of witnesses. Go ahead.
2: Right, um, and I want to bring you to another scripture where, again, Jesus uh, is speaking here, and um, if you go to Revelation 1.1, uh, uh, just one word from there, uh, let me go there real quick. Uh, it says, Jesus Christ's revelation, which God gave him to show to his bondmen, plural, right? things which must come to pass with speed and he sent and signified it through his angel to his bondman, singular, John. Alright? So he he's uh, revealing this to John, but uh, in verse 1 of this revelation it says plural, bondman, so to every one of us. And then if you go to chapter 2 where he's um, giving the letter to the um, Church of Pergamum, you hear him about, um, he actually says that this church lives where the throne to Satan is, in Pergamum, um, and if you do a little search in history, you found out that, if you can find out a whole lot of stuff, I'm just going to talk about this throne, which is actually an altar. The seat of Satan? Pergamos? A seat of, yeah, that's right. The seat of Satan. That was actually a a stone um, altar. A huge one. Right? Did you know who got it?
1: Folks, did you what know? Peter's talking did you about did? is the actual, sort of like the White House of Satan. Here on Earth. That's it's right. an actual physical location. You can Google it, see a picture. And uh, Paul referred to it. It was in Pergamos. And Peter, who went over there and uh, g- got the stones and reassembled it?
2: Well, who got over there and brought and uh, uh, this and brought the whole piece over to Germany and put it up in Berlin? Guess who?
1: None other than Adolf Hitler.
2: That's right.
1: And uh, so
3: it,
1: this was a guy a, that uh, was fascinated with the occult.
3: That's he right. He goes
1: over and gets the seat of Satan from Pergamos. And he goes and looks for the spear of destiny, breaks into the museum over there in, uh, I believe it was Austria, grabs that, and he believed that if he had the spear, which was reported to have pierced the side of Christ, he could win the war. And there was an actual battle over there. That's a different uh, show we would do. Keep on going, brother.
2: Well, I'm just saying that um, I don't know exactly what happened to this um, throne to Satan, um, when it was erected in Pergamos, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this thing would have been stained with blood. Blood of Christians, for example. Um, because they were persecuted, those were the days where Antipas was a lot of martyrs in, the, in this time. Every time um, you have blood sacrifices, that um, actually empowers um, this location and it also gives um, power to uh, the one who owns this idol. So Hitler sent his people out to all over the world. He sent them to Africa, to Asia. He actually imported 300 Tibetan monks to Berlin who had their own monastery there just to do astrology to tell Hitler um, when to go to war and where to attack and all that. And if you see... The um, military accomplishments that um, the German army had, it was supernatural. You cannot cannot explain uh, how he was able to conquer uh, so much territory in uh, that short amount of time. And he did worship um, those demons, and he uh, reinstituted a whole lot of occult practice to the whole um, movement in Germany I can tell because I, I've, I've been raised there and I've studied it intensely well I want to um, tell you another little story um, Shannon did you hear the speech that Obama gave in Berlin um, shortly before his election
1: um, I know that he had made a speech there uh, what did he actually announce when he was over there in that area
2: Well, he was talking about uh, something like the New World Order. He was doing what is very popular among the rulers nowadays to uh, call for a New World Order. And he was giving the speech at the Victory Column in Berlin, a very um, Uh famous place where actually actually what Hitler did, he um, wanted to make this um, Berlin sort of uh, a worship city for himself and uh, he erected this victory column. It's all of column. And uh, Obama gave this um, speech under this column. And he also um, made a visit to the throne of Satan, the Alta that was in the Berlin. It's still in the Berlin Muse- Museum. You can go there and, and, and take a look at it. Um, go
1: one step German- for- further. He actually brought a uh, a model of that and uh, reassembled it over in Denver.
2: No, he actually had uh, the whole thing rebuilt and used it in his campaign.
1: And was that yeah? That was the the Denver um, announcement that he made out there.
2: I think this thing was um, you could put this in trucks and you could actually uh, drive it around. I don't know where y'all used it, but. He was so fascinated by this uh, altar to Satan that he had his architects and his um, campaign managers made him a replica. It was not exactly the thing, but um, you could recognize it. Of course, later they uh, explained it away and said, no, this is just some Greek stuff that we thought it looked nice. But... um, Uh, What I'm trying to um, put into the listeners' ears here is that those principalities and demons, they've been given power over uh, locations, over cities, and they have a special influence over the rulers and the politicians and the kings throughout the ages. And there's a lot of um, those, um, how how do I want to put this, uh, that w- we don't see this with our physical eyes, but I believe that everything which is um, observable in the physical world actually has a spiritual background. And if you um, do a little history research, you'll find out that uh, okay, there is a Catholic cathedral. Well, beneath there are some ruins, and there is a, a, a heathen worship place, and underneath. Uh, Another thirty feet there is uh, an ancient worshipping uh, ground, so the presence of uh, worship to idols and demonic influence and uh, worship of devils has been here on this planet throughout history, and it started when um I think it started when Cain slay his brother, and that blood cried out to to God I think that was uh that was how. Actually, Cain gave Satan the right to curse the field because, uh, of course, God pronounced the punishment. But actually, through this act, um, something uh, found entrance into the physical world, world which hadn't been there before. The hard labor on the field and the, the thorns and all that—it wasn't there before. So, um, just look at what is happening in this world. I believe that abortion was legalized in uh, the USA in 1973. How many million um, killings do we see over there, uh, Shannon, since then?
1: Uh, no one knows the true number, but it's estimated to be as high as 50 to 60 million.
2: Is that a, a sacrifice to the devil?
1: Absolutely. If uh, Nathan Leo is on target, he says uh, it's uh Every time a child has been aborted, and they take the blood, and they wash it down the drain, it runs down into the earth. You know, the earth is crying out, just as uh, Cain, uh, Abel's blood cried out to God. Folks, this is demonic sacrifice. The, uh, this, the demons feed off of this. They want blood sacrifice. They want to see you and I sacrifice, if, if they were allowed to do it. And there are people that are sacrificing themselves. Uh, through suicide every day, as these demons jump in them and destroy people. You know they they want to kill us all, folks. They want to kill the youth. They want to kill our uh, generations. You know these are babies that will never be born. Uh, they want to rob. They want to steal, kill, and destroy. That's their modus operandi, and they will use any method necessary. They they will transform themselves in angels of light. They will appear in your bedroom, bedroom and tell you. That they're brothers from another planet. Okay, they're here to uh, save the human race. They're here to come back and check on their progeny that they seeded a million years ago. This is lies from the pits of hell. Okay? And I don't know if I can uh, say it strongly enough. Satan hates your guts. He would slice your throat right now if God did not have a hand of protection on you and I. That's how much they they hate you and I. They want to kill us. And they're doing it through deception. UFOs are a deception, folks. Do not believe this lie, okay? Satan, you know, has the power to do mighty signs and wonders. Some believe that the, uh, there's going to be a return, an awakening. We're going to see uh, UFOs land on the White House lawn and have the answers to, you know, why we're here, where we came from. This is nothing but a pack of lies. And if they can keep you and I deceived long enough until the spirit leaves the body, it's over with. Okay, And the demons will laugh at you when you're burning in the flames of hell and say, we deceived you. You bought into that crap. Now there will be nothing you can do about it. It is time to wake up, folks. Okay, realize these are lies. UFOs are lies. These are fallen angels that have one goal, and that is to kill you. We've got to wake up and take authority over them in the name of Jesus Christ. And Jesus gave us this authority. What are you going to do with it? Are we going to spend our whole life, waste it, not make an impact? We are going to give an accounting for what we did down here. Or are we going to wake up and start getting into the Word of God, learn what the weapons of our warfare are, they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds, and step on the head of the serpent and squish it? I'm tired of being robbed, Peter. I've been robbed long enough, brother. I wish I had woken up 20 years ago. But I'm angry because I see what these rotten, stinking demons are doing. They've destroyed some of my own family. I've got uh, some of my family that are still in deception. And uh, that's what you've got to do. You've got to wake up, help yourself first off, okay? And then you can help somebody else. The plane's going down and you lose pressure. You put the mask on yourself so that you can breathe, then you can help the person next door. Next, seated next to you. Otherwise, you don't put your mask on. You try to help them. You pass out. Maybe you don't get the mask on. Both of you die. First, uh, get deliverance for yourself. Okay. Then go out and use these spiritual warfare tools of binding and loosing, and wake up your friends. Okay. Go ahead, brother.
2: Amen. Amen. Um, we need wisdom in
3: these things.
2: I believe. Um, we also need to know that Satan um, has a purpose in God's plan and it's all in God's plan and uh, we know how this battle is going to turn out Uh, Satan is just administering God's curse Uh, remember please that um, the evil spirit that Saul received was sent by God Um, there's nothing uncontrollable about evil if um you're under God's wings and under his protection and um if you read Revelation how it all ends for example Revelation 16 14 for there are spirits of demons working signs which go forth unto the kings of the whole world to gather them together unto the war of the great day of God the Almighty so it's the demons that will lead the armies into the war, and you know what's going to happen to, to these armies. They're, they're all going to be destroyed. So why is God using this um, the evil one and his devils, his demons, to destroy people? Uh, please go with me to uh, 2 Thessalonians. Do uh, you, you, uh, you know with scripture uh, I'm going to show you there, Shannon?
1: I, uh, as you're looking that up, I'm going to pull out a, a parallel verse. Uh, go ahead and read yours, Peter.
2: I'm just opening it up. Um, this is speaking well, about...
3: Go ahead, brother.
1: I say, why, Peter? while Peter is pulling it up, uh, I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 4. And whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them.
2: Alright, and in 2 Thessalonians 2.11 it says, And for this cause God sendeth them a working of error, that they should believe the lie, that they all might
3: be judged
2: who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So this uh, great falling away is going to happen because people did not embrace the truth. And to the extent that you are embracing this truth, and please be radical about that. There's no time to hesitate. And uh, I can, I'm a witness. If you um, devote your life to Jesus, he will make you a great man in his kingdom. Not for your name, but for his name. But if you um, avoid the truth and push it to tomorrow, and if you have some righteousness, if you love your sin... You're not going to find truth. You're going to run into the lie and you're going to believe it. And this is the way how God is going to take care of you. I'm not speaking this prophetically into your life because I believe that you're listening to this broadcast uh, to get a wake-up call here that there is deception at hand and that deception is meant for those people who did not believe or did not run after the truth. God is feeding those people lies so then he can go and judge them and he's going to use the aliens to do it the demons and they're going to have a great slaughter if you read um revelation 9 where these uh, legions of horse-like scorpion uh stinging entities are being released from the pit i mean those um people they it says they want to die they don't uh and they're cursing god because of all the torture they're they're going to see and um If that is scary, then uh, I guess that's what it is. And uh, if if I scare you towards God, if I could ever do that, that would be great. But I guess that uh, God is going to have to reveal to you that um, there is um, mercy and and a sweetness under His protection that you don't have to fear all these things anymore. I'm not afraid of demons I'm not afraid of giants I if there was a Goliath I mean I'm probably a little a uh, big mouth, some <laughs> like uh, the, the, the thunder uh, apostles John and James were when when they asked Jesus "Hey, you want us to call fire from heaven <laughs> and 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 some people said well those brethren they uh, they were not they were not taught because uh, now we're having a, a, a ministry of love here but please remember Peter and John and James. Those were the closest. Those were the ones uh, that were devoted the most, and they were uh, drawn to Jesus. And he took them to places where uh, he didn't take the others.
1: Right on. Uh, God himself is going to send a strong delusion in these last days, folks. Uh, The line is ring drawn in the sand. No more do we have time to straddle the fence. God will actually force you to make a decision. Okay, uh, you either are for God or you you are for Satan. A great falling away has started. The Bible talks about it will precede the return of Jesus Christ. Also, you know the Son of Perdition, the Antichrist, will be revealed. The point I'm trying to make is, God says enough's enough. I've given you enough time. Okay, uh, I've allowed you to choose. Uh, you're lukewarm, Jesus says, and because you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. I would that you're either hot or cold. So God will force the issue, and uh, you want to wake up before that time. You do not want to be um, under that strong delusion because you're going to lose your soul if, if uh, you're accounted among those that uh, are deluded. And uh, you know God will use our adversaries, adversaries to judge us. He's done it before. I believe He's using uh, judgments coming on this nation. I believe it's already started. He'll use our enemies against us. He can even allow the UFO deception to take down people who are going to straddle the fence. Uh, the point is, is you don't want to be among those that are part of that delusion. It's time to wake up, okay? Repent of your sin, turn to Jesus, and then as you're strengthened, go help your brethren who are uh, believing some of these lies out here. Um, because time is short. You know, I I went and uh, I saw a movie the other day, Peter. And, folks, I I had to uh, repent, actually. I came out of the movie, and I I realized that uh, the movies I've seen, I can't really think of any that have had anything redeeming in a long time. And, you know, you just set yourself up for an attack every time you do it. But I went to see the uh, Sylvester Stallone movie, Expendables. I'm an old Sylvester Stallone fan, okay? And, folks, I sat in there and I watched this trailer. And the trailer was for a movie that's coming up called The Last Exorcism. And it was the most blasphemous thing I've ever seen. And they paint the picture where, yeah, demons are real, but uh, Christians don't have any uh, power over us. We're going to prevail. I have never seen so much gross darkness and an increase in wickedness in all my life. I mean, it's everywhere you go right now. That may be the last movie i ever see now. Because uh, you take your life in your own hands, folks. Some people went to see Inception, they walked out of there with a spirit of suicide. Or Avatar, and they walked out of with a spirit of Kundalini. And sometimes you just don't recover. It's just dangerous. It's just better not to even go to, to see these movies anymore. We're going to have a guy on, though, Peter, who's going to be talking about uh, how Satan is working through rock music, and we're talking about gateways. You know, you get in the Ouija board, you know, you have try to make contact with these UFOs, go out in the desert and wait for them, and summons them, yeah, they'll, they'll come in. They'll, they'll make contact with you, all right, but you may not get free of them. Once you do, make contact. But they're coming in through the rock music, too. And there are these uh, major artists that uh, have come on record to say, we're going to take down Christianity. Lady Gaga, for example. We've got people listening to Lady Gaga, reports of it, and a spirit of Jezebel, kind of lady jumps into them. I know two cases like that. Folks, it's just too dang- dangerous anymore. There's so many gateways and so many ways of deception. We've got to keep up, put on the full armor of God. Keep up our hedge of protection, because Satan's increasing his his frequency of attacks now. It's just like uh, you turn on the TV; it's all about UFOs, vampirism, uh, the occult, the fascination with it. Folks, don't get caught up in that. Don't get deceived,
3: okay? Shannon.
1: Go ahead, my brother. Me?
2: Uh, there's one point I uh, need to say here. Um, we've heard about hybrids. I've got to say something against it. Uh, Paul says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So obviously the fallen angels don't have flesh and they don't have blood, whereas um, humans do and if we call about uh if we talk about um genealogy and about uh reproduction uh you need dna for that so how can a spiritual being uh reproduce itself in a physical being i don't see um the possibility that it can happen if you look um in daniel uh 243 often been used to explain this uh it says and whereas thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay and this is the picture of the, the statue which is representing all the beast systems starting from Babylon all the way down to the end times so if we go to the, come down to the feet this is where the iron is mixing with clay which is the last kingdom that we're living in or which is about to come it says that they shall mingle themselves with the seed of man but they shall not cleave one to another even as iron does not mingle with clay so I'm asking you do they mix or do they not mix? What does it say, what does it say here?
1: Well, I, I would—I uh, have to respond like this. Uh, clearly, uh, we had um, the Genesis six events. We had giants. Okay, that was undeniable. Uh, that uh, David fought against Goliath, and you know he had five brothers. I think it was or four brothers. You know they had the king og. It was fifteen foot long. Uh, we've even got some giant bones that Steve Coyle has in his collection. You know. I mean, clearly, these creatures walk the earth, and I, I, I you know, the, the, the Bible says that, uh, you know, in heaven there'll be no, you know, the, there'll be no um, marriage or given a marriage, just as the angels don't marry. But it doesn't mean that they, they didn't have the ability to uh, procreate. Um,
3: they have clearly, sort of a seed.
1: Uh, clearly, they, have they can have. Seat. They have some kind of seed, and they've done it before, and I believe that God has kept it under control by and large, I mean, with the flood, okay? Um, For example, and then he had David and them pursue them. And uh, if they had obeyed God, there shouldn't have been any more giants coming back. But, you know, various and sundry times, these kings of Israel would not obey God. They would not kill every last living thing. They'd let some of it escape. And that's really what led to Saul's downfall. You were mentioning Saul earlier. God told him to go in and kill every last thing, including the dogs. Um, He didn't do it. And he lost his uh, life as a result of it. A demonic spirit entered into him. And he ended up falling on a sword. He committed suicide. A spirit of suicide entered into uh, Saul. Um, My point is, is clearly uh, it's occurred. And, I mean, there's no denying that these demonic spirits are having sex with people. You know, incubus and succubus and, you know, wet dreams in the night. But um, I believe the point of that is, you know, it's not evident right now, is it going behind the scenes? I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a Genesis six revisited. It says as it was in the days of Noah, but clearly that's not our primary concern right now. The visible manifestation of a, you know, a half angel, half human offspring. It's it's their disembodied spirits, folks. That's I mean, right. This, Shannon, uh, let me go ahead, brother. This,
2: uh... Let me finish this shortly here.
1: We have about Um, 33 minutes remaining, by the way. I extended it, if that's all right with you, Peter.
2: All right. Give you a little bit more time. I can can slow it
3: down.
1: (laughs) Yes, I mean, we can go on five hours if you like. Uh, We might have to take a break so I can get another Omega Man cappuccino. And uh, by the the way, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. um, I've gotten a little bit heated tonight here because, uh, you know, I I take a, uh, a personal interest in demonic spirits and seeing them smited. You know, I lost my father to a demonic spirit of a pride that attacked him and killed him before his time. And, you know, oftentimes, Peter, I'll pick up the phone to call my father, and I realize he's not there. How many of you have lost a loved one? And that's why I'm angry at these demonic spirits. And they're coming and masquerading as UFOs now and aliens. This is a bunch of crap. Okay, let's reveal them for what they are. They're demonic spirits that hate your guts, and we need to expose them. And that's what we're doing tonight with Peter. And if you have a question for Peter... Um, you can call in tonight at area code nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five and talk to Peter live from Sweden. Go ahead, my friend.
3: All right. There's
2: another uh, um, where it says that um, Satan uh, has seat, uh, and that is, um, I believe, in Genesis three fifteen, where it says that uh, his seat will war against uh, her seat, which is, of course, uh, that is uh, that is. Uh, that that Satan's seed is going to war with Christ's seed right now. But I want to ask you a question. question. Are we from Christ's seed? And if so, is that physical or spiritual? And if so, um, Satan's seed, is that physical or spiritual? I just want to make a point here that um, it's not really important, but my personal opinion is it's a spiritual thing. Yes, um, Satan has seed. It says it here, but... Um, how that worked out with the angels, Um, they had sort of an offspring, and I don't think that we can see it as uh, something... I I don't think we understand this. If you go to the Genesis 6 uh, account, uh, if you look to the original words in Hebrew, uh, the sons of man or the, the angels actually saw they didn't see that the women were beautiful, the daughters of man. Uh, they're also fair is not the right word. The, the the actual translation is that they were fit extensions, right? And there we are again um, in this picture where they used the women um, to be extension. An extension is a gateway. It's a portal into another dimension. So in a way, they found... Um, found it profitable for them to use women to create offspring. But I don't believe that it's physical. I believe, um, I don't know what bodies they used, but somehow they um, were able to materialize.
1: I don't know the and, mechanism uh, by which they were able to do what they do. And, folks, we all look through a glass darkly, as the word says, but soon we shall see face to face. You know, there are just some things that we just don't know. Um, we've got the word of God, and uh, important thing is... We have the key to salvation through Jesus Christ uh, what we're talking about is not a salvation doctrine so you know we could agree to disagree on some points and that's fine yeah but and it doesn't the, really matter and it, it really doesn't matter you know but the the, the issue is um, these beings which are masquerading themselves okay into whatever form is necessary to deceive man is unequivocal you know they have a desire to uh, take you an eye out And they're doing so through deception in many cases. So we need to understand, pull off their mask, realize them for what they are, and um, fight against them uh, in the way that God has given us, which are spiritual weapons. As I mentioned in Ephesians 6. Go ahead, my brother.
2: All right, let's uh, talk a little bit more about the alien agenda, how this is going to play out, and what can we expect for um, this world stage to be visible maybe on TV or maybe in your um, evening sky and it could happen in 2012 or it could even happen before I'm not a prophet to um, lay out to you the future it's just um, a matter of hmm, discernment that brought me to believe what I believe and I could be wrong and um, maybe we need to pull together a little bit closer so that maybe somebody can call in right now and and share or, or or ask a question or give a revelation I believe this is how God has designed this church if we talk about the five-fold ministry um there wasn't they weren't all uh, pastors God didn't uh, found the church and pastors he called apostles and evangelists and prophets and and they all needed each other teachers so um
1: People, if I'm we, just a brother. if we were, as Peter is saying, if we were all given the whole piece of the puzzle, okay, the whole tamale, uh, we would just, uh, we'd just be overtaken by pride. Okay, we don't all understand everything. We've all got bits and pieces, and God brings us together. Um, and that's where real ministry is done. You know, you've got a piece, I've got a piece, she's got a piece, he's got a piece, and uh, we've got a caller on the line right now. Uh, so let's uh, hear what you have to say about this what we're talking about tonight. If you want to call in and make a comment, area code 917 uh, If you've seen uh, a UFO, you want to share that. If you're channeling them right now, you've got a comment. We want to hear from you. Hold on just a second. Okay, caller, you're on the line with Omega Man and uh, Peter Kuhlin live from Sweden. How are you tonight? Hello? Hey, caller, how are you tonight? What is your name?
4: Can't complain, still breathing.
1: All right, praise God.
4: Yes, uh, I got a little. Uh, wanted you to elaborate on the Avatar statement you made when you said people went into the movie and they seen Avatar and they raised Kundalini. Yes, sir. Uh, could you elaborate on that?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, we have the they said the five senses. Okay.
4: Uh, yeah.
1: We have gateways, gateway a, a door, a portal. Uh, it's none other than a uh, entry point for these demonic spirits to come in and demonize us. And uh, one way, of course, is uh, through the eye gate. It's what you see. And, you know, I kind of had a real uh, revelation the other day. I'm, I'm watching the premiere of uh, Expendables, and I told you all, and I confess that since maybe the age of four years old, my father used to take me to the movies, and that's all we did. I mean, I cut my eye teeth on movies. I think the first one I saw was... Uh, Benji or crossing the switchblade, something like that. But I, and I've seen hundreds and thousands, maybe. I've opened up all kinds of demonic gateways, unfortunately, for yeah. attack. And uh, So I go to see the Avatar, and uh, I will tell you, um, pretty good quality special effects. I saw the 3D version, by the way. I was sitting over in Costa Rica at the time. Okay. But, uh, but here's the deal. I'm sitting over and watching this movie the other day, The Expendables, and uh, if you've seen that yet, uh, that's probably the most violent movie I have seen in a long time.
3: No, I haven't
1: seen it. In terms of the body count, before they said, you know, Cobra, the one that Stallone made, they had 100. They, they would have contests. See if you could count how many people bit the dust. Um, mm. Stallone came back with a vengeance. He gets all the uh, the guys: Dolph Lundgren, Jet Li, Randy Couture, uh, Steve Austin. I mean, on and on I can go. And uh, I mean, it was uh, nonstop violence from the beginning. And as I'm sitting there, I kind of get pulled into it, and I remembered a term that I'd heard called suspension of disbelief, and that's what many people um, experience. You know, you're watching a movie, all of a sudden, you know, you're watching something that's fictitious, naturally, right? But we're willing to suspend the belief, and we really get into it. And you know, some people really get into them. You know, next thing you know, they're biting their fingernails or they're screaming. Uh, You forget that you're watching something that's totally fictitious. For that two hours that you're uh, glued there to the screen, and uh, people enjoy it or they wouldn't be going back week after week, including myself, you know. In in previous yeah. years, I've seen a lot of How movies.
4: programmed through light, sound, and imagery.
1: But absolutely. So uh, t- to answer your question specifically, um, it's been a known fact that uh, people can be programmed. Uh, subliminal messages, you know, flicker rates of the um, the screen, yeah. uh, and what what they can do is they can embed messages and you've got to understand folks that uh the occult is real which is a warlock's are real uh they have money uh they get in and get behind a lot of these uh, motion picture companies especially one is called Orion and that's an obvious occultic name and what they do is they will send their message they will program you they will preach that is their pulpit and so in the particular case of the Avatar movie okay um, Great movie, you think, and then you, you start looking at the storyline. You realize it's taken right out of a, you know, textbook of Hinduism. And um, what happens is, is as we get into w- learning about spiritual warfare, you learn that uh, Satan can send his demonic spirits right through your eye gate. Okay, and you walk home, and all of a sudden you're not the same. You you realize that your personality's changed. Yeah. You, re- you realize that uh, you, the children that you've been sending to watch the Harry Potter series, all of a sudden um, they've taken an unnatural uh, interest in the occult. Okay, next thing you know, um, you've got little witches and warlocks running around. Because that was nothing, none other than a textbook um, 101 on how to be a witch. And uh, what we found out uh, with the Avatar is uh, heavy Hindu occultic undertones. Okay. It talks a lot about nirvana and, you know,
4: becoming that light in the tree and demon spirits. They even showed, like, when they focused on the tree before they uh, took it down, they showed, like, in the tree it had the DNA helix in it. Like Absolutely. Del- it and, you know,
1: there were people coming out of that movie that, uh, I mean, you know, um, they were saddened. You know, they got excited about uh, the whole concept of being able to be somebody. And, you know, you, you got into those avatar uh, suits, and next thing you know, you're in that other world, and you could do all kinds of things. And people are looking, for, you know, uh, they're looking for support. They're looking for, um, they're looking for love. Uh, why do you think there's so much uh, people dr- being drawn into uh, vampirism? You know, they're not accepted anywhere else. All of a sudden, they've, they've got uh, friends. Uh, they want to be loved, and they want to be accepted, and then they gravitate toward these things. And unfortunately, they walk out of these movies with demons. So back to Expendables, I believe I walked out of there with a, uh, a demon of violence. I had to uh, do some spiritual warfare, ask God to forgive me. Okay. I had to command any demonic spirits that came into that movie to be bound up in Jesus' name and go. You'll go to the movies, folks, and you'll walk home with demons. There were people that saw Inception and walked home with a spirit of suicide, and they're still battling with that right now. It's very dangerous, you get into these horror movies, you're definitely going to have some demons. All of a sudden, you go home and you can't sleep. You having nightmares. All of a sudden, you've got you hearing objects. Pictures are are being thrown off the wall. You're having visitation at 3 a.m. in the morning. Okay, uh, this yeah. is real stuff, and this is just one way they come in through the eye gate. Another one is the ear gate, which is music. Yeah. So, uh, Hinduism, folks, is very dangerous. <laughs> okay, and there's a demon called the Kundalini demon. Which uh, Dr. Pat Holiday and others believe was attached to the Avatar movie. So, so can so, it get?
4: So, so the kundalini is is a Hindu demon, you said?
1: Yeah, it comes out of Hinduism. It's uh, it's like a python, and when it gets into people, it can come in through uh, laying on of hands uh, by a um, uh, a kundalini uh, practitioner. And what happens is it coils at the base of the spine, and then um, you know. We've seen these things. They'll start to manifest, and people, uh, their heads start to bob around. Their their necks will puff out like a, a viper.
3: Hmm.
1: They'll have like kind of the bobble head. They'll start, you know, manifesting, and uh, it's a it's a demonic spirit that came in through a gateway, either the laying on of hands or uh, came in through um, a movie, uh, you know, various ways. But uh, that's the common denominator: a demonic spirit uh, through Hinduism.
4: Okay, I'm going to have to uh, do some more research on that.
2: You want to be very I careful. A <laughs> i got a go ahead, suggestion bro. for the caller. Um, Shannon, we did a um, a show with Lynn Dickey. I think we talked about Kundalini there. She has, um, I think, done a good job in explaining what this uh, dormant serpent uh, power spirit is. Uh, caller, if you would uh, want to go to blogtalkradio.com slash omegamanradio, you'll find... Uh, in his archives, um, search for Reiki, R-A-R-E-I-K-I. Uh, search for it. You're going to find a broadcast of Lynn Dickey or Dyke. I don't know what i pronounce
1: uh, Lynn Dickey. Yeah. I think, yeah. You're, uh, so, I think it's set the captives free. Blogtalkradio.com slash set the captives free.
2: Uh, I, I, I was talking about um, the show she did with you.
1: Yes, we, we, that is a fact. We did talk about the uh, the Kundalini awakening,
2: and also if you go to um, John the Baptist. Dot TV, that is a site um, that is maintained by Andrew Strom. He did some uh, very good um, video documentaries about the Kundalini spirit. If you want to go there, you can Google Andrew Strom, a guy from Australia or New Zealand,
3: okay.
4: and his
2: website is. John the Baptist. Dot
3: TV.
4: Hello. Yes. Okay. Uh, you said you said it's a it's a serpent demon. Is that in relation to Genesis when the serpent came into the garden? We just don't know. I mean,
1: there's probably millions of different uh, demons. Oh, they, they certainly have different classes.
4: Um, or is that like a race? Like well, like they what they talk about.
1: Well, no, there there is no certain. I mean, there is no special uh, race. I mean, you know, again, God created everything. Everything that was made was made by God. That's what Genesis says. And uh, you know, He made He made these angels. Uh, he didn't make them to be fallen. I don't believe. You know, He gave them some kind of measure of free will, and they rebuilt. You know, if God didn't give us some free will, we'd all be robots. It would be pretty boring. You know, God is looking for a creation that uh, has the uh, the right to love Him or choose not to, and I believe it was no different with the angels.
4: Yeah. There's actually a lot of robots walking around right now.
1: Well, isn't <laughs> that the truth? <laughs> but uh, the, uh, the Kundalini is, uh, I mean, that's just a particular class of demon. Uh, you know, they, they def- definitely have uh, different uh, attributes. Uh, if they were to visualize, they would, they would look different. You've got some, like uh, we cast out one a few days ago in Jesus' name. Came out of a uh, a person, and uh, it was about the size of a little spider monkey. Jumped on a guy's head, actually. <laughs> of course, it jumped on the wrong guy's head. Uh, bounded in Jesus' name, it was gone. It got out of there. My point is, is you know, we've seen some that, uh, like Citri, have wings like a, uh, you know, a griffin,
3: yeah, and yeah. you know,
1: face like a leopard. Uh, you know, some of them have the heads of bears. Other ones, uh, you know, look like apes. I mean, uh, they've got all shapes and sizes of these creatures and you know they've lost their estate and they're they're deformed and uh, they don't have the beauty but they they do have the ability to transform themselves into angels of light and appear what they want to appear like
4: uh, from time to time apparently. They got the tactic of manipulation.
1: Absolutely you know. So uh, this particular one tends to take on the uh, I guess the form of a uh, snake. That's about all I know. Um, But uh my point was, it was a very dangerous movie, and if you, you saw it like I did, uh, you got to do some spiritual warfare. And as a believer, you can do that. You, you say, "I bind any demonic spirits that came in through watching the Avatar movie. I bind the strong men in me,
4: and I command yeah. all demons to go in Jesus' name." I Amen. used to watch, movies be entertained, but it's like I don't. I, the way I watch movies now is like I watch it for the hidden meaning. I don't really care for the explosion or the next gun, the, the next gunfight. That's how they. Divert you from what they, what's really going on in the movie. Like when you get caught up in the entertainment aspect, you miss the whole, the, the the whole means of the movie. So it's like, as far as being entertained, I don't really watch it with that perspective no more. I just go in there, and I see. It's like I look at everything, because there's a reason why the camera focus on that shot. He's not just gonna put it like that. You know, they take like 200 takes, and then they say that's the one right there. You know, it's like certain certain producers, they, they're on that level. So it's a reason why they do it like that. Some are clearly more obvious than others, you know, their uh, uh,
1: their intention in making the movie. And we still don't understand some aspects, you know. There are some things that are going to register in your subconscious. You know, those movies are working at multiple levels. So uh, I, I will tell you for a fact that uh, you've got to be very careful. Uh, I'm not saying you're going to go to hell going to a movie. I don't believe that, but... Um, yeah you know most of them do not have any redeeming quality and uh you know at best uh you know you had a little bit of entertainment at worst you actually walk out of there with something you didn't uh, go in to, in there with so you got to be exactly. on guard
4: yeah exactly
1: caller thank you for uh calling in tonight and thank you for listening to the show
4: uh thanks for sharing your time with me
1: God bless you God
2: bless,
4: You're you. bless brother bye bless.
1: You're listening to Omega Man Radio with uh, Peter Kuhn and myself, the Omega Man. If you'd like to call and make a comment, we'd love to hear from you, 917-889-2745. Peter, where do we leave off?
2: Um, Yeah, we were talking about the alien agenda. I believe this whole thing is sort of a Trojan horse. Uh, You remember the story of the Trojan horse where actually um, a folk, the Trojans, um, was it the Trojans who received the horse? I think it was, right?
1: Uh, yes, brought, they, rolled
2: in, they were given this hit.
1: gift of a, a huge uh, wooden horse on uh, wheels, right?
2: That's right. And uh, they rolled it into the city. And what they didn't know is that in the inside of the horse, um, the enemy had um, hidden some soldiers. And at night, when the city was sleeping, they opened the horse uh, from the inside... Then the soldiers went out, opened the gates of the city, and the um, conquering army, their buddies, came in and took over the city. So they were given a present, and it looked nice, and it was a shiny horse, a wooden shiny horse. I don't know if it was painted or what, but um, it, looked, it looked nice. It was a nice gesture, and I believe this um, alien agenda to be the same thing. Uh, the aliens are going to roll in a horse, and the world governments are going to be so happy. And they're actually already deceived. There is um, contacts that those aliens... um, If we go back to the Roswell accounts, and and, and of course there's no weight of... um, I believe that they already have contacts with multiple governments because um, why would they just appear to a farmer or to a secretary? Uh, They want to have the big guys, right? So the governments are deceived in believing that they're actually going to profit. Maybe they have profit so far. Maybe, and I, that's what I believe, that the aliens already have given them technology and that they have helped them um, because they're, those are smart guys. Remember when um, God had Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, he told them not to eat of the uh, tree with the fruit um, of of good and evil, or the knowledge of good and evil. So, certainly those demons have knowledge, and they can use that knowledge, uh, be it astronomy or astrology or any other technology, um, to uh, give this as a Trojan horse to uh, the governments, and they've done it. Um, if you see the vast uh, advancement on the uh, technology and uh, weaponry sector, Um, some of it could be um, engineered with the help of demons anyway um, there's going to be some revelation of what we uh, would see in the future which would be good things Uh, the devil could use these aliens to um, show um, humanity a way to heal cancer or to um, recover areas that were Polluted? Maybe clean up the Gulf of Mexico. Wouldn't that be nice? If aliens would come and say, "Hey, uh, let us take care of your oily mess," and they would actually do it, and they would heal AIDS and they'd heal all these uh, things, and um, I believe that this is what we're going to see. They're going to be be our friends at the beginning, and then of course they're going to turn around and show their show their real faces. Um, I just want to want to say this that. Um, Yes, there were giants. Goliath was was a giant, but uh, a little guy named David was given um, a call, and he didn't even uh, put on the, the the armor of his brother because because it was too big. He had another armor. He knew the Lord. He had spent time in solitude, and he picked up a stone and slew that giant. And I think this is uh, the calling that we have in, in the coming times. That we are called to come against those entities and um, that by the power of our prayers, we will be um, the successors. Those um, forces have no right in a believer's life and um, we're going to see great victory and we're going to have this happening, what Paul was uh, talking about when he said the mystery that he is revealing, that actually we 're going to show the power of God to the heavenlies and to the whole world. This is um, what I believe. it 's not a time to fear, it 's not a time to be scared and to hide. I think it's time to be bold and speak out what uh, the promises of God um, are, that no against us shall prosper. And um, you want to add to that, Shannon?
1: Yeah, I believe it boils down to two areas. You know, it's obedience or rebellion. You know, do we want to worship God or do we want to do our own thing? You know, Satan had that option. Okay, God didn't make him like a robot. Yeah, He had the power of choice. And um, he had it great. He was the most be- beautiful of all God's creations. You know, he was one of the three super angels. Uh, very beautiful. Apparently had some kind of pipe organs built into his body. I mean, you know, that's why he's... Uh, so talented in the area of music, and he uses that as another gateway to pull people in. Again, we know of uh, a couple people that uh, have walked away with demons after listening to certain music. Uh, the point I'm trying to make here is he had an option, you know, uh, worship God or be in rebellion, and he chose rebellion. And uh, his ultimate end is going to be to be cast into the lake of fire. It says one day we will all get to see him, and the nations will look at him and say, "Is this the, is this is this he who would deceive the nations? I mean, if you could actually see him for who he is, you say, you know, you know, why does he have so much power over the minds of men? Well, you know, he he's very deceptive, and uh, clearly he has uh, he has uh, a lot of detrimental effects on mankind, but. Uh, by deceiving them. But my point I'm making is, we've got the same option. Are we going to, uh, I digress, are we going to uh, worship God? Are we going to be in rebellion? God's going to let us make the same choice. And if you choose to uh, not worship God and not be obedient to Him, that's fine. He'll give you that option. But you'll spend an attorney in a a lake of fire meant for the devil and his fallen angels, not for you and I. And God loves you and I that much that He gives you the choice.
2: Let me throw uh, in a verse here, uh, Shannon. Go for it. Um, 1 Corinthians 28, verse 9, The Lord searcheth all hearts, and understandeth all the imaginations of the thoughts. If thou seek him, he will be found of thee, but if thou forsake him, he will cast thee off forever. That's just a confirmation to what you were just saying, uh, Shannon. Let's talk a little bit about how are we going to um overcome this invasion this demonic invasion that's going to uh, come upon this planet. I also believe in Matthew 21:22 where it says and all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer believing you shall receive. This is um and another one is his sexual fervent prayer availeth much that's uh, James 5:16. Uh, and it says in First Thessalonians 5.17, Pray without ceasing. If yeah. you go to Ephesians 6 and you see the, the armor um, that Paul is speaking about, uh, he finishes and he says um, that he wants everybody to pray for all saints. Uh, if you don't have faith enough <laughs> to pray like that, then uh, you don't get enough bread. Faith cometh of hearing, and hearing of the wor- by the word of God. So maybe you need to look into the book and actually believe what it says. I believe we ought to um, pray and um, that on our knees, uh, we're going to overcome this invasion. Uh, and again, uh, all things whatsoever ye pray and ask, believe that ye receive. And... Um, that's the assurance that we have, that, that this faith that we, we are, are going to apply is something that God gave us. God put this in us. If you, if you don't think you have it, well, ask of it. James says, if you uh, doubt, you shall ask. Um, actually, yeah, he says, if you um, lack wisdom, you shall ask. And uh, God is going to give it to you because he will give freely. And it also says um, that, but let him that ask, um, ask in faith, not doubting, because if you doubt, uh, don't think that you're going to receive anything. So again, all those wonderful revelations and um, all the revealing of the, of the mysteries, how the supernatural um, w- works, is in the book, in the New Testament for, uh, in particular. It is a warfare, and um, we are called to do it. Go ahead, uh, Shannon. And um,
1: We've got about uh, 34 minutes remaining. I keep extending the time until Peter <laughs> passes out. Hey, or my uh, eyeballs begin to float. Um, <laughs> this is a live show, folks. You never know what you're going to get. But uh, where else can you get uh, get information like this? I mean, come on. Uh, this is this is better than any uh, reality show you can hear on TV, and we are preaching the truth here. We have to interject a little bit of uh, you know comic from you know time to time, you know, to keep uh, to keep from being depressed. But uh, you know, look, folks, we have been given everything that we need. Uh, Jesus has given us all we need to overcome the enemy. We know for number one, the enemy has already been defeated at the cross of Calvary. Okay. All we've got to do is endure it till the end, and make it, so we can claim our crowns. And for the last two thousand years, every generation has had the same exact uh, opportunity. You and I have had. What are you to choose? What they're going to do with their lives? Okay, we might uh, live on average today seventy years. Back then, maybe it was thirty-five years with the plagues and so forth. The point is, is uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? God will let you use up your life, and you know you go chase money and sex and power and uh, you know pleasure and then spend eternity in hell if you don't know Christ was it worth it Solomon had access to everything okay and he said all is vanity or do we want to really look at the fact that uh, God loves you and I so much that he sent his son and uh, he has things that your mind can't even conceive in store for those that love him that make it uh, through this life I believe this is a testing ground Peter I believe every generation has had the same test. And, uh, yes, there is a generation which is going to go through some real roughage. I believe that we are that generation. But I don't think it was an accident that you were chosen uh, to be alive in this time, folks. I believe God has a special purpose for each one of us. And, uh, you know, if if we will uh, choose Christ and get focused on um, doing his work and going out there and plucking some of our friends on the fire – Look, with what's coming, this deception, you're going to know people that, are, that were, are just going to fall down and just be consumed by this deception. And you've got to be strong, you and I, so we can go help pluck our friends out of the fire because eternity's at stake. Okay, eternity. Not some 70 years. I'm talking time without end, forever, somewhere. Is it going to be in the lake of fire or is it going to be in the presence of God? You know, enjoying all that he's uh, laid in store for those that love him. And, uh, you know, the enemy is out here to try to to block us from reaching the uh, touchdown line, you know? They've got all their uh, defensive line out there, these demons, trying to block you and hold you back from making any yardage, okay, to get to, you know, to keep you from scoring a touchdown, okay? And um, we've got to realize the enemy for who he is, just a liar, okay? We've got to... Tell him, get behind me, Satan, in Jesus' name. For greater is in me than he that is in the world. And realize, you've already been given the authority to trample on these serpents and scorpions. Satan's just hoping that you will not wake up to the fact and and understand and realize that you've got that authority over him. If enough of us would wake up out of this matrix and realize we don't have to take this crap no more. Excuse my, my harsh language tonight, but I mean it's literally that true. And we start uh, fighting back instead of just sitting like uh, ducks waiting to be shot. You know, sitting ducks is the word I was looking for. Then we could really do some damage. We would have to see so many people perish. Uh, Somebody's got to stand up and and, uh, tell the truth tonight, Peter. Amen. We can be victorious. Understand who these guys are, they're liars. It's a deception. The UFO is a deception. Okay? There are fallen angels that are trying to trick you and I into falling after them and then take your soul to hell. Wake up. Command them to go in Jesus' name and then help your brethren. Tell them the truth. Tell them to stop wasting their time trying to channel
2: these UFOs. That's right. Take dominion over them. And you don't have to do it. Actually, God is doing it in you. It says uh, in Ephesians that um, faith is a gift from God. And uh, that all works that we are supposed to walk in, they have been prepared from for the beginning of the foundations of the earth. So even before you were born, um, all what you are supposed to walk in is um, already prepared by the Lord. So you just have to be obedient. Remember when John the Baptist um, showed up, uh, he said, Prepare ye in the wilderness the way of the Lord. So the Lord is coming, yes, but he sent his disciple into all the cities where he was about to come. And it's going to be the same thing uh, now. We know that there's going to be a rapture and a resurrection after the tribulation. But uh, we're going to prepare his way. And again... um, it says in 1 John 3.21, Beloved, if your heart condemn us not, we have boldness towards God, and whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do the things that are pleasing in His sight. Um, where do you get that boldness? Of course, you've got to be walking with the Lord if you uh, hang around and um, do all these fleshly things like, I don't want to get it too deep into all this in business, if you get into spiritual warfare, you better be uh, walking closely with the Lord. What do you think, Shannon? Is that a good uh,
3: advice?
1: Absolutely. Folks, sin is fun for a season, okay? And then it, there's hell to pay. Um, temptation will come. Satan will get out there and offer you a lot of things. He'll offer you um, esoteric knowledge. That's what he, he does to a lot of these people that chase after the UFOs. You know, I'm receiving something from the... Uh, the Space Brothers, a new revelation. I'm downloading it. Uh I'm gonna be the the voice for 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 these uh aliens. Okay, you know, so that's how they get some people. Other people they're not gonna be deceived by that. Uh they're allured by money, sex, power. You know, Satan's diversified. Not everybody will be taken down by the same trap. I can tell you about uh, a year ago, Peter, that as I started to wake up to the revelation of spiritual warfare and I started to, to dive into it you know hungry for this information you know what was Jesus saying when he says I give you the power to tread on serpents and bind and loose the keys of the kingdom He gave Peter gave to all believers that came after I I've never had so many attacks hit me in all my life I was tempted by money I was tempted by women I was tempted um and I'll be honest with you praise God I was able to resist the temptation some people aren't, and they fall. And uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is uh, Satan will use whatever he can to lure you. He'll come in any, whatever form it takes to deceive you. He'll transform himself. He's got that capability. But remember, it's uh, sin is fun for a season. And then you've got to pay the piper, so to speak. You'll reap what you sow. You leave this world, you come in the world naked, you'll leave the world naked. I've known millionaires, folks that they died, and they left a, a Bentley and a Ferrari in the garage, and another man came and enjoyed the fruit of their labors. I mean, you can't take it with you, okay? Uh, God does want people to be blessed, okay? And when God blesses you, um, there's no strife that comes along with it. You can lay down a night and sleep. Your mind's not running all night about uh, how many people you ripped off or uh, how many dead bodies you're left in the wake to, to get to the top of the heap? Three real gotten gain. But my point is, we need to really think soberly. We've got a, a finite amount of time left. I'm 40 years old. If this world were to tarry, Peter, I might have less than 30 years. It's not a long time. There's some that are maybe 70 years old tonight. They could be going at any time. My point is, is uh, while there's still breath, there's hope. Until the spirit leaves the body, you've got an option to make a change. What are you going to do? Are you going to wake up to the reality of spiritual warfare and realize what this deception is and then do something about it, or are you just going to sit and be in defensive mode? I'm tired of being in defensive mode, Peter. I'm ready to take the offense, man. I'm ready to pick up the sword and smite demons. In Jesus' name, and set people free. It's Jesus who sets people free, folks. Let me clarify that, okay? Okay. It's the blood of Jesus. We're just vessels. But he wants us to take part.
2: Well, somebody's got to swing the sword, huh?
1: Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, hey, I take pleasure out of it. I don't know. I mean, when that time we uh, we saw this lady delivered of this demon called Citri, and we asked God to loose his angels and plucked the wings out of the socket, uh, you should have seen what happened at that point in time. The thing screamed. But the girl was delivered. She had been sold into uh, demonic slavery by a grandmother who had made a deal with Satan in exchange for money. She had uh, basically given Satan her uh, granddaughter, dedicated to Satan. And Satan will give you those things, but then he comes back around and wants his pound of flesh. And believe me, there's people out there right now that are listening to the program that say, yeah, but I've got all this power you don't understand. (laughs) <laughs> I'm in the occult and I can do all these things I can control people, I can read their mind I can uh, cause people to do things I've got power you're thinking that thing right now until you get thrown out of the window by a demonic spirit because the first chance they have to offer you, they will I know a friend who's one of the most powerful warlocks in South Africa things were going <laughs> great until the, the day Satan came to him and told him to sacrifice his son and he says, whoa, you went too far now I'm not going to sacrifice my son. And uh, the more he resisted, wouldn't give the blood sacrifice, then one day they came for him. And all of a sudden, he lost control of his body, and he was being poured up, pulled out of a door. And outside in the street, awaited a vehicle, and they were going to take, take him away and assassinate this guy. And he said, you know, he said, that's when Jesus Christ had mercy on him, gave one more chance. He says, this is this what you want? He cried out no, he cried out to God, and Christ set him free. But, uh, you know, they'll, they'll take you out of this world uh, at the first available opportunity. There's no doubt about that, and then it's over with. Spirit leaves a body. Nothing God can do for you then. You already made your choice. So wake up to the reality. It's a deception. It's vanity. Choose this day whom ye will serve. Again, realize uh, Satan doesn't have much to offer you. It'll all be short-lived. And, you know, hell's not going to be a party, folks. Okay, it's not going to be a time to have a beer and party with your friends and reunite. No. Uh, Go listen to Bill Weiss's interview, 28 Minutes in Hell. You're alone in hell. You'll be thirsty. You'll never take another drink again. Uh, Peter, I will tell you that uh, I don't make it uh, if I don't get at least seven hours of sleep a night. I've done many, you know, a shift where I did four or five hours, and I'll tell you, I'm like a zombie. In hell, you don't ever get a chance to sleep, folks. There'll be no rest day or night. You won't even be able to hear yourself think there'll be so much screaming down there. And then the, the the fire, the torment, and the demons taunting you throughout eternity? We tricked you. We came into your room and told you that we were space aliens from Pleiades. <laughs> we got you now. It'll be too late. But the good news yeah, here is me... it doesn't have to happen. Go ahead, Peter.
2: Let me throw something in here. Um there's going to be, I guess, uh, official disclosure actually being done by the demons themselves when they show up in their spacecraft. And uh, the next goal from there would be the establishing of a new world religion. And if you actually um, look into the different religions and how, for example, the Catholic Church is opening its um, doctrine and... Uh, Um, They they say, well, maybe there is extraterrestrials, and maybe they're not all bad. And if you know what, uh, for example, Scientology teaches, and if you would know, for example, what uh, the Latter-day Saints preach, the the, the Mormons, they believe their God is coming from a star. And um, there's just so many uh, religions that are somehow uh, prepared to accept this uh, New World religion. If... uh, actually, it's going to be easy to um, pull this new world religion off. All it needs is these um, spaceships to show up and the uh, lying signs and wonders. And how do you think it's going to be possible to convince, uh, if, it were be- if it were possible, even the elect, but how is it going to be possible to convince the whole world? How um, are they going to be uh, able to actually bring sort of a peaceful um, era, at least for the, the first part of the tribulation. There's going to be peace and um, sort of a relief. Everybody's going to be happy and um, applaud and and say, well, now we really got somewhere. It, it, they just have to pull off their own uh, demons from, <laughs> from work and say, hey, hold on, uh, give this uh, humanity a little rest. And everybody uh, is going to go and say, wow, uh, we're living in in, in in good times here now it's going to be easy for um, these entities with all their super intelligence and all these pure technology that they have developed together in cooperation with uh, the world governments underground. I remember standeo uh, giving reports and there's other people like sta and Tom Horn exchanging um what they found out in their research about transhumanism and about um, the combination of technology with uh, sort of um, cloned humans. Um, they're talking about the enhancement for um, military purposes of, um, of soldiers, and they're experimenting. Men- um, you mentioned it, Shannon. Uh, In cloning, we're now uh, far enough to actually um, crossbreed human and uh, pig uh, genomes so that we can grow these pigs and harvest uh, organs that are actually uh, usable for uh, to be implanted in in human bodies. And if you read the book of Enoch, that is exactly what... um, why these uh, fallen angels were were punished and drowned in the flood because they were not even not only crossbreeding um they were uh, tr- doing all sorts of stuff uh breeding animals and, and plants and humans and, and defiling the whole um the the whole creation of God
3: and you don't want to be
2: involved in that and uh, make no mistake it might shine, it might uh, look that they are they are helping and that they but it's a trojan horse i want to come back to that that um at one point when i remember that passage where it says that um we're going to be pacified actually um i believe at one point there's going to be such an era of peace a false peace that uh, nations will give away their weapons and um, I don't know how it all will play out Uh, I I just uh, want you to know that this is the time today today is the time to start today is um, today is the day to get this um, to get into these shoes that we got the salvation thing that we did for us he made an exchange at the cross And not only did he forgive our sins, he also freed us from the nature of sin. So we don't have to sin. And uh, he gave us dominion over this planet. I don't know why we didn't take it yet. Maybe it was designed that way. Maybe it is all in his plan that um, he uh, is the one who tells us the season. But I see more and more signs that um, we're going to come come back to our own books, book of Acts, and we're going to be walking around like the disciples, uh, possibly being translated from here to there like Philip or Ezekiel, and um, doing what the disciples did. They didn't have um, any doubts that they, can, that they could heal anything or uh, anybody, or that they can cast out uh, devils or threat on uh, scorpions or snakes, and I'm actually excited about those
3: times.
1: Peter, we need to actually tread on a uh, serpent right now. Uh, If you would agree with me in prayer, we've got some witches and warlocks that have tuned in and are laughing right now, and they're actually doing some word curses. So we're going to show you how this works, folks. Right now, I take authority over all demonic spirits, and the listeners right now, and I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, you foul spirits. All spirits of witchcraft that are being sent against Peter and I right now, and the other listeners, I bind you in Jesus' name, and I command you to go back 1,000-fold To the sender. We bind all evil spirits, all witchcraft attack. We break all hexes, vexes, curses, spells set against us right now. Apply the blood of Jesus to them, and I command them to go back to where they came from. In Jesus' name. And right now, I bind the strong men and power demons, and all the listeners right now. I bind you in Jesus' name command you to go in a cage right now. You foul spirits. Apply the blood of Jesus to it. And I'm asking God you to loose your war angels down right now to read the scripture to these foul spirits 24 hours a day till they accept Christ in Jesus' name. Folks, that's taking spiritual authority right now. Okay, now a person's got to make the decision, are they going to accept Christ? Okay, but uh, for a a person who does not know the Lord and they have a demonic spirit, you can still take authority over them, command them to go into a cage in Jesus' name. You box those things up, you arrest them, you bind them, that's what we just did right there. You don't have to be a sitting duck Okay, for curses being hurled at you. You don't have to take them. You don't have to take that junk mouth. Send it back to sender. And you don't have to accept the deception of the UFOs. Okay, these are lying spirits that come from the father of all lies. Their father is Satan. Okay? You do not have to fall into that lie. Just start binding it in Jesus' name. Amen. I had to take care of that, brother. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, uh, that's actually what we need to do. Not only talk about it, but do it. And uh, I love that um, you're doing this show and uh, let's call in. Actually, I'm waiting for uh, somebody to call in and ask for deliverance.
1: <laughs> Praise God. If you need a prayer right now, we've got actually a brother or a sister who's calling in right now. Here we go. If you want to call in, 917-889-2745. We'll put you on the air. Okay, caller, you are on the air with Peter Kulin from Sweden. How are you
3: tonight? Uh,
1: caller, you are on the air on the Omega Man Radio Network. How can we help you tonight? Okay. Uh, if if you have a question, dial nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five. or if you have a prayer request. And when you get into the queue, hit 1 on your uh, keypad, and that will put you into the uh, queue to go on the air. Okay, let's try this again here. Okay, caller, you're on the air with the Mega Man Radio. Can we help you? Okay, I guess not. <laughs> uh, the lines are open for about another twelve minutes, Peter.
2: Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, to kind of wrap I mean... it up?
1: U uh, F O s are they are they brothers from another planet?
2: think we covered that pretty good that um, that, it, that, <laughs> that, is, that is just life and um, you got to be care- careful who you want to listen to because there's going to be a lot of s- smart people show up um, that are going to convince you that uh, evolution is um, right and that creation didn't happen the way that the Christians think and that uh, there's even going to be ministers and so-called Pastors that will tell you we've got to rethink some uh issues about salvation here um, in our christian theology and they're gonna they're gonna open their doors up um, those entities and um like it's happening right now that they've opened their doors um, to all these uh Kundalini manifestations and to those spirits so, um, those manifestations, they're just uh, sort of uh, establishing and preparing the church to be totally taken away. Because uh, once all hell breaks loose and um, there's going to be millions of more of those um,
3: devils, uh, they're
2: going to have no problem I- walking into the church and, and giving you another gospel. And, and if you are um, in a congregation or if you're listening to uh, to, to one of those teachers and you're not getting the gospel, um, you're set up for destruction and, and don't believe that um, see right now if you, if you hear all this and you hear the warning and you don't act on it, you don't do anything about it, that, you're under judgment as long as you uh, didn't know, nobody was able to judge you but now that we're telling you to drop these involvements um, if you communicate with spirits, that is forbidden. Deuteronomy 18 tells you uh, why God hates it. Um, if you receive messages, if you uh, have a medium or if you are a medium and you get getting inspirations to write down um, uh, somebody is dictating messages to you, uh, it's become very popular. But um, you're listening to devils, you're listening to demons, and, and, and they're, you're their tool. I think the, the warning is, is strong enough, um, Shannon. I think we've, we've made a clear point that um, the whole UFO phenomena is... Um, oh, another thing that I want to point out. It's possible that they're probably going to pull out uh, a show a kind of little space war, uh, good aliens against bad aliens. That's possible, too. That, yes, there are going to be aliens that show um, their bad face, and then there's going to come in the good aliens, and they're going to kill off all the bad aliens, and they're going to be the heroes. That's another uh, deception,
3: right? So Absol- um,
1: Absolutely. You know, the, a number of people have uh, talked about there is a... Uh... A press conference that's that's going to be held, and they're going to reveal some, you know, um, hidden knowledge that's supposed to, you know, answer all the questions. But focus, just a deception. I mean, bottom line, scam. Uh, do people see things? Sure, but it's not what they they think it is. It's demonic spirits. That's all it is. And don't be deceived. That's that's the point. If you are in the occult right now, and you're saying, yeah, maybe, you know, I. I believe what you're saying. I want to get out of it. What do I do? What can they do, Peter? There's someone listening tonight and they realize that they have been duped. Uh, or it's not what it was all cracked up to be. You know, They were told it was going to be much better and they realize they're paying a heavy price for going down the road of uh, the occult that they went. They've got friends that are dying. Go ahead.
2: To be honest, um, I was involved in this, too. And I I wasn't looking for the evil, I was looking for truth, but I was deceived myself i um in, I looked into the wrong gods, and I remember a time where I was so confused I was actually um receiving messages from aliens it's uh, it's weird i mean they um they did communicate with me um I thought it was telepathy and i I thought it was too. Uh, civilizations uh, in two distant star uh, systems one were the Aryans that Hitler talked so much about and one were the Dravidians and uh, I I was led to believe that I was so super important intelligent see how they put that pride in me that they were both trying to get me on their side and it almost cost me my life but um, It started harmless just with the search for truth and the more I read about meditation and tried meditation and then I went into trying astrology so there's a real strong pull because uh, it does work it does give you power over people it gives you knowledge but it's forbidden knowledge and at the end you're going to find out and maybe you already did find out that it's only cursing you you
1: pay a high price folks Yeah, I mean, look at Aleister Crowley, Mr. 666 himself,
3: as he liked to call
1: himself. You know, probably the most well-known witch of all time. He died alone in a hospital, broke with uh, venereal diseases, lonely, and uh, the last words he ever uttered was, "Sometimes I hate myself." Now the guy's burning in a devil's hell. It was fun for a season when he had the orgies, or he had the money, and then it was all stripped away from him. Look at uh, Anton LaVey.
2: Same thing. By the way, uh, Shannon, Alyssa Crowley did um, do a ritual where he actually uh, succeeded in opening up a gateway for a demonic entity that showed up in his room. And he saw this uh, creature and actually drew a picture of him and... um, the name of that creature was Lam, L-A-M. If you just go to uh, Google search, uh, type it in L-A-M and go to the pictures, you're going to find a picture of this little creature, and it almost looks exactly like one of those little gray aliens. So those uh, entities show up, and look what it did to Elisa Crowley's life. And uh, there's other people that repeated the, uh, the same, um, the same um, experiment. Uh, I just wanted to uh, give you uh, or show you a road how you can get rid of all that. Rid of, get rid of the entire curse. Absolutely. Um,
1: we have about four minutes remaining. Uh, share that with them and let's have prayer, my friend.
2: Alright. Um, there is freedom from all of this through Jesus Christ. If um, you, you're new to um, the message of the gospel, and then I'm not necessarily talking about what you hear in the church. I'm talking about the message of the gospel. The gospel, which is the power to set free those who believe what Jesus actually said in the gospel. That through his sacrifice, his voluntary sacrifice at the cross, he made an exchange. He took the punishment that um, was and is designed for all that um, fell from the image that god once gave uh to her and that, that that includes all of us because none of us uh lived up to what we were meant to be so in order to um recover this fallen creation uh somebody's had had to take the the punishment and that was jesus christ if you want to um be free from, un- from under that curse if you want to- and sickness is a curse if you're sick um, I, don't, I don't. I can't think of anything else than uh, sickness being a, a curse. If you read Deuteronomy 28, um, there it's telling you um, why people get sick because they turn from God, and it also tells you that if you walk with God, if you make a decision and uh, be and cooperate with God, He's going to give you health and freedom and peace, and He's going to put peace even uh, between you and your enemies, He's going to reconcile your marriage, He's going to bring your uh, drug-addicted son to life, and you're going to see miracles. I've heard so many testimonies about God radically changing uh, people's lives without hope. He's going to give you more than than you can ever expect, and I'm not talking about um, financial uh, wealth here, I'm not... uh,
3: sort of a gospel giver.
2: <laughs>
1: but you know, Some of you have tried um, everything else under the sun, and you realize it doesn't work, and you're about ready to give up. Try Jesus Christ.
3: Amen. So How did you do that, God, Jenna?
1: For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but through him... Um, oh, Peter? Peter? <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs>
3: But through him we might. might be
1: saved. Um,
3: yeah.
1: The point is, is um, the word says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him, and he with me. That was Jesus speaking. Uh, we repent. We, re- we realize that we have fallen short, that uh, we're not worthy, and that we need God to save us. And we say, God, forgive me. I'm sorry for the sins that I've committed. Repent of anything that you know, and then repent means not only to uh, tell God you're sorry, but actually change. And then ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart, be your Savior, to be the Lord of your life. And if you truly mean that and invite Him in, He will do just that. And He will forgive you of your sins, and He will not remember them anymore. He will throw them into the sea of forgiveness. He
3: will change change your heart. He will create
1: a new heart. And then you get in the Word of God and start reading. And He will teach you. As He reveals uh, His truth to you, you just start walking in it. And you start obeying Him. Keep His commandments. Um, That's the way you do it, folks. Uh, Peter, we have about 60 seconds remaining. Uh, Would you go ahead and uh, have prayer for those listening?
2: Father, I pray that... um... You're going to step in right now and impart faith into all um, the souls that uh, are calling out to you right now. And I speak uh, life into you listeners that are uh, calling out for help uh, because there is freedom and there is deliverance and uh, there is life in the blood of Jesus. And um, I bless every listener with this show for uh, tonight and whenever you listen to this later. I uh, thank you, Father, for the opportunity, and um, I trust you that um, we uh, are working for you. And uh, whether we made some mistakes here tonight, or um, whatever vessels uh, we are, we give it to you, and uh, we trust you that you work through us, and with us, and in us, and uh, reveal yourself to everybody uh, who was on the shore listening tonight. Amen. I thank you, Father.
1: And, Father God, we apply the blood of Jesus to everyone listening out there right now. We ask that you put a hedge of protection around them. We break all hexes and vexes and curses, spells, sin against the listeners. Command them to go back to where they came from in Jesus' name. And I ask, God, that you'd loose your Holy Spirit and reveal your truth to those that uh, do not know you. Convict them, Lord Jesus. Bring them to you, Father God. And we ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Peter, God bless you, and thank you for coming on the show, and we'll see you again tomorrow, brother.
2: God bless you, Shannon. God bless you, listeners. Be well.